Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, Kevin Feige says he made a mistake. Batgirl finds her director. Batman the Animated Series returns. Henry Cavill says there can only be one. Dave Filoni takes control of Star Wars. The first Star Wars anim- or first Star Wars series gets canceled, and we reveal our top five Death Star Trench Run playlists. Only two of them. The Henry Cavill thing, I think, screws him up because he always wants to call him by a different name. The first time Henry Cavill screwed him up, the second time you could hear him start to. Did you not hit record? No, I did. <laughs> and, then sure? I, and then he stopped it. And then he pressed it again. <laughs> so now he's going to come in with with the last of my so the, line. The intro and when half of what you were talking about yeah. gets cut out it's, and then comes back. That's gonna that's that's gonna be weird. It'll be a hiccup. <laughs> um, that'll be bizarre. <laughs> so if you don't want me to talk, just tell me. <laughs> Cut it off. Cut off the whole show. Pretty much. Um, so, Kevin, I mean, I know this is really just not very relevant at this point, but Kevin Feige said in an interview that if he made one mistake within the Marvel Universe or the MCU, it was is, Henry, uh, it was uh, Edward Norton. <laughs> it well, was, not too, because Terrence, Terrence, uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. So I said Terrence Stamp. I'm like, no, it's not Chancellor Valorum. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Terrence Howard would be the other one. It well, he said that yeah, those are probably the ones that are unspoken. But he said that it was not hiring a elderly Asian person, man, to be the ancient one in Doctor Strange. I think his thing was just that he didn't hire an Asian or an actor of Asian, Asian descent, descent to be you know rather than typecasted as elderly or a man. I think something came out recently that said that uh, it's like three point seven percent of all movies made. Within the last like fifteen years, only has had a main character or you know main co-star that was of Asian descent, and so a lot of uh, I think maybe that's why he's kind of like, well, you know, I could have helped. Well, this pump is uh, that this number off comes from the like moment that. that that Tilda Swinton was cast. Yeah, yeah, it started right then. Um, my favorite is the controversy with Danny Rand. People assuming he was going to be Asian because he was a martial artist. Like, no, Danny Rand is an American. That's the right. whole point. Um, and then the opposite with Snake Eyes. Mm. Yeah, Snake Eyes. Yeah, we don't want to talk about Snake Eyes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's tough because Tilda Swinton is great in that role. Mm-hmm. You're not erasing it at any yeah. point. I mean, obviously, they didn't get rid of Terrence Howard. I don't think that was Feige's hire either. But that was when Avi Arad, I think, was still think in charge. So, yeah. Same thing with Edward Norton. And they never, you know, they're not going to erase Edward Norton. As much as you'd want them to, like, can you just film Don Cheadle for Iron Man? Just shoot his scenes and just digitally insert yeah. him. Um, it just means that we'll probably never see that character again. Yeah, that's what, with that one especially. Well, she died. I mean, yes, she she did come back for uh, Endgame. Yeah, you're just but, never, you're just never going to see her again. Yeah, there's no in Doctor Strange right now, and unless you're doing something the, in the, the past or something, or doing something. You know, the flip side of this, oh, Kevin Feige came out and said it. <gasps> How brave. But also the flip side is he's not using that character ever again. Right. You know, if he were to come out and say, I should have cast, I can't even think of one. You know, it just any character that would be getting, <laughs> if he were to say, just for whatever reason, I shouldn't have cast Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Right. That's something big. Because There's a lot of people that have said that. Yes, but for him to say it. Right. Again, as much as everyone's like, oh, this is so great that Kevin Feige said this, there's also no consequence for it. Right. It's there. He never has to use it again. Mm-hmm. Right. 
obviously, yes, if Shang-Chi was, you know, if Chris Hemsworth was playing Shang-Chi, you're a little like, wait a minute, <laughs> let's, let's, let's calm down here. Um, or Emma Stone. Well, I love, <laughs> there was one, there was like a meme of like prominent Asian actors and actresses. I and saw that. in the bottom of <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> I started to repost that one. But I love that. That was great. Um, the same thing. You could use the same thing for Emma Stone. That's uh-huh. that, yeah. that famous, uh, the star, the SNL Star Wars casting. Yes. <laughs> with, with Emma Stone. I like, I don't know if you've seen Honolulu or Hawaii or whatever she was in. Aloha. I also play Aloha. I play a very convincing Asian woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she could poke fun at that. I was like, look. Well, she has just, to. After, I mean, well, yeah, it's also, it, it, it's a tough thing because it's a role. Right. And you take it. That's what, mm-hmm. whoever was creating Doctor Strange, Feige as the executive producer, the, the director, the other producers, the creators, the writers, they decided that this is what they wanted for the ancient one. Correct. My thing with it is, so much of this is so fluid. Again, I don't need direct adaptations. I don't need every character to be exactly the same, especially if you're not using the archetype. Look who's right. in the look who's in the the the, the pantheon of, of these sorcerers that we're seeing. Only Wong is Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mordo is black. No, you, there's also when he first comes in and actually mistakes. Uh, there's an elderly man that. Yes, but what I'm saying is the prominent characters in that, in that not profession, but in that discipline, are not all Asian. True, it's mm-hmm. it's from everywhere. So you would have the possibility that the ancient one would be someone who came to that order hundreds of years ago, who was white, mm-hmm. who you know, obviously Doctor Strange is an Asian, right, and he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. You know, so it, it the most powerful of us all. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if this is kind of the hill to die on for that type of, yeah. Thing. I, no, I agree. I, I get it. I'm. I just think that I feel like it was something he said, just in a quick conversation with somebody. And yeah, they, that's right. They kind yeah. of ran with it. Yeah, but again, my, my thing with it being a story is again, it doesn't mean anything at this right. point. Yes, you know, correct. if it's if it, if the greater statement was I made a mistake, I should have hired an Asian. Actor, actress. Are we just all calling them actors now? Is that the thing? Because I noticed nobody says actress anymore. Some do. I don't. Every time I read anything that has to do with, they always call females actors. Like everybody's just an actor in general. You can still outside, like, of, outside of the Academy Awards or whatever. It, it's a tough thing because different mean, different point. Anyway, everything I didn't hire Bellis is actress. I, I didn't hire an Asian actor to be the Asian or to be the Asian one. Good <laughs> lord, that'd be really bad. <laughs> What's your name? The Asian one. You are a Gaijin round eye dog. Like, what are we talking about? Oh my God. Um, To be the ancient one, going forward, we're going to be more cognizant of that. We already know that. Correct. We've seen them be very diverse in their hiring for Mm -hmm. different roles. Look at the Eternals. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a reason that Kumal Nanjani's there, and it's not just because he's really funny and now really jacked out of his mind. They, they seek out this sort of thing. And if you want to call them woke or SDJ, whatever, who cares? Representation matters. So having a more diverse cast over the roles of the Marvel Universe going forward, despite or, or even in contrast to the source material, it's not a bad thing. Right. 
But that's not. I, but the, but that's not, and I'm sure that's part of the story. That's part of his saying it. But it, we we cut it down to. I made a mistake hiring Tilda Swinton. Yes. The end. And then everyone wants to talk about that just to kind of reopen this controversy. But what does it mean? If it's if he if it means for the greater quote that he's saying is I made a mistake hiring Tilda Swinton for that role. If I could go back, I would do it differently. And going forward, we are going to do it differently. That's a statement. Right. You know, when we talk about subjects that are here, what are we discussing? There's something that's like, there's nothing to discuss here. You know, it's yeah. something, you know, it's like, hey, the the even something like a date for He-Man the Masters of the Universe, it's a fun fact. That's not a discussion for us. Right. It's not like, well, he should have made it July 10th instead of July 7th because that's a Wednesday, whatever. And even some of the stuff when you look at, when the, even when I'm looking at it, when I'm trying to come up with something, even if it's, I know that it's going to be something quick, not you know that we're not going to really go in depth about. There's a lot of times you know we'll bring up a subject real quick, and in the middle of it we go off onto the tangent. No, no, that's not a lot of times. That's every time. <laughs> I was just about to. I kept but, myself from going off on that tangent. But the other tan the, the 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 tangent has a tendency sometimes to be more informative. And interesting than that what the original us, part of the topic was. That shows us the original topic was not a good topic. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing. When we when I look at the times, like it's gotta be stuff that, that I think we should be able to discuss over a certain amount of time. There's that great thing that keeps showing up on on um Twitter and stuff's like what what three subjects unprepared can you do a TED a thirty minute TED talk on? Right. And for me, I'm like, yeah, dinosaur, Star Wars, and GI Joe. Let's go. We gotta break it down. <laughs> only three. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, and it's a fun topic for like nerds and stuff because there's a lot of us that are so into these kind of things, and we're like, we can totally do this. That's the thing in terms of the topics. When I look at the rundown list, and sometimes I challenge some of the stuff that you come up with. Like, oh. what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's the Disney Disney Plus has a lot of members. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah. And then when you say like, well, it's slowing down. Is like, okay. That's a different topic than just Disney Plus hits. 200 million people that are watching, you know, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what the, you know, the Facebook thread that we have. And that's why we always throw those topics in there. Just some of them, you know, you know, Punky Brewster gets a TV series. You know, we just go past it. It doesn't really spark anything. We only put that in there because he knew you'd, you'd lose a left, left nut for that. Like, oh, Punky's back! Oh, just fell off and rolled across the floor. I, I'm probably one of the only ones that loved that show, but hey... No, you're the only one in this group. That this there are a lot of people that love that show. I forgot she was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. I was flipping channels today, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's Funky Brewster. I wonder how high she was on cocaine at that time. Because <laughs> according to her own documentary, there was a lot of drugs involved. Um, see, it sparked a conversation. Yeah. That's why I put it on there. But, yeah, so... <laughs> I forgot where we were really going. Well, no, that's just, the the... Story of the quote to me is not the quote. Yes. It's what it means going forward, which is a lot of all these types of quotes are going to be what it means going forward. Yes. So it means that he feels bad that his casting wasn't as diverse as it could have been before. And going forward, more than likely it's going to be more diverse. Right. Yeah. And this isn't a shot at the performance that was given. Dillis Winton's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing in, in, uh, in Endgame. Yes. But you so find it's out a, there it's was not, somebody it has, else. It's not. It's not a crack on her or a slight. You know. No. Again, it's an actor taking a role. Yeah. And that's you know. Well, that's it, how it was written. Then. If you want to, you know, bash Scarlett Johansson for taking that role, she was asked to to do the role. She was asked mm-hmm. to goes to the machine to go through the stuff and, and to go the through the uh, uh, auditions the and all that stuff. And you had oh, 
Who was the gentleman? There was a gentleman who turned down a role because the source material was the, the character was Asian and he wanted to avoid all of it. And he said, I don't want to take that role away from somebody else. It was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so again, that you can't blame someone for taking a role. There is that SNL script with, um, Oh, the guy everyone says is going to be bond, but he isn't. Thank you. Jesus Christ. He's only the <laughs> most famous actor in the world. Uh, the SNL skills, like, can you play that role? And they would, you know, come out with something and it was like, it was him and Beck Bennett and Cecily strong. And they would hit and like, no, I cannot play that role. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because you're not, uh, fulfilling the, all the, again, it's called acting for a reason, but now, you know, are we just going to put it in a box that the character has to look exactly the same? That's the discussion we had at Snake Eyes last week, the week before. Yeah. I don't remember anymore. Like last week, I think. Yeah. You just you can change. If you write a different story, Ben Affleck is Batman. If it's He's too written. old. He's too old. If Not if you write Batman as a 35-year-old or a 40-year-old. Johnny Storm. In, yeah. he's. I mean, he's likely adopted. Yeah. Um, well, actually... He's not though, isn't isn't her, isn't their father? Yes, because they're are they half siblings in that movie? I think so. Yeah, she's and I believe the father is is African American. Yes, he is. Yeah, so it makes sense. I mean, that's again, it's it's you know new kind of family dynamic, right? So yeah, then see what happens going forward. And again, I, I, <laughs> the people that are just like, oh, Kevin Feige is so brave to say that. No, he's not. He doesn't have to use that role anymore. Yeah. Like, if he comes out and says, I shouldn't have put Tilda Swinton in that movie, and she has a major role in Doctor Strange 2, you know, as a force ghost or whatever, that's like, okay. Well, <laughs> She's got to I mean, be there on set going, dude, really? Like, you never on. know. She may make an appearance since it's the I'm sure you might hear her voice or something. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the thing about it is it's, it's magic. She can show up at any time. At this point. She shows up but, in the body of an Asian man. That was what I was saying. <laughs> you have Tilda Swinton's voice no, no, coming no. out of, like, Jackie I was, Chan. I was, I said that well, one of the things with the ancient one, it could be just something that their apparent, their appearance changes whenever they want Maybe, to. Maybe, yeah. Over time. Or, the, you know, or, the, the or they project they, themselves. Yeah, they this. project themselves to the the person that they're making a commune with. Yeah. But the problem with that is you've already established how she looks like. So if she's talking to Doctor Strange again, you would ha- you would assume that it would be the same Correct. actor playing him for something like that. You would have to. But yeah. But now if it was Shang Chi or you know. I can't even think right now. Uh, you know, of another magic person in. The MCU or in the... Shang-Chi isn't magic. Well, I mean, yes. Shang-Chi uh, just punches really good. <laughs> there is there's a mystical element to that. Mm-mm. He's just that good of a fighter. No, I didn't mean to him personally. I meant to to his story. It, no. no. What about the the Mandarin with the Ten Rings and all that? That has nothing and, to do with Shang-Chi's uh, origin. Yeah. No. So Shang-Chi's origin actually comes off of the Flash Gordon villain Fu Manchu. Mm-hmm. So all the 70s stories, Fu Manchu is his dad. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we can't use Fu Manchu anymore. So his father is just alluded to as like this criminal. Um, and that's what it is. His father owns a criminal empire mm-hmm. later. Like when you get to Secret Avengers, it's the Shadow Council is actually his father's organization. But they never talk about his father. And then in the book that just came out last week, he his father has died, and he takes over their uh, that organization and tries to use it for good mm. sort of thing. It's like Daredevil taking over the hand, although so far it's much better because, God, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
don't even remember the name of that story. I wish Mikey was here. You tell me what it was. I can't remember the name of it. It was awful. <laughs> All those great Daredevil stories. And I like Andy Diggle a lot as a writer. I really do. I don't know where that was going. Shadowland. Shadow. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Awful. Shadowland. Awful. <laughs> awful. Awful story. Yeah, there weren't too many people that liked Shadowland. No. <laughs> sure, the people that got paid to make it were. Um, but no, there isn't really a mystical element to him. Mm. He's just that awesome. Okay. Like he fights a space station. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the ancient one, there was somebody that said that the ancient one was supposed to show up. Well, in I only Shang-Chi thought because, like in the in the commercials for the film, because I I haven't read any comic backstory for Shang Chi at all. I have no knowledge of Shang Chi other than you know seeing an action figure on the shelves. Basically, it's one of but, only the two you can find. Yeah, but uh, like no in the trailer, might. you see them using the ten rings as like armbands yeah, the, and the things like ten that. rings are the villain. That is the Mandarin is a mystic character because the ten rings are alien in origin, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he's not a he's not a Shang Chi villain and doesn't have anything to do with Shang Chi's origin. I see. So the Mandarin's not going to be Shang Chi. No, this He's, is the thing that I've been asking for. Oh yeah, that they they're using the Mandarin in Shang Chi. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving me Iron Man five, you know, Mandarin Boogaloo, they're using a character that normally is a is a foe for another hero, and they've adapted that villain to fit into this because the Ten Rings in the MCU is a fairly straightforward criminal organization as far as we've seen so far. As far as we've seen so far, as we've seen so far, it comes off as a like a yeah, Middle it's, Eastern terrorist. We already have seen this. I mean, Miss Mar or Captain Marvel. You know, the scrolls are not her primary. I mean, she only has the. They changed the scrolls completely because they're also yes. not villains. <laughs> Correct. That was they the used thing. the scrolls as as a way to set up the Kree as the villain. Yeah, which the Kree the Kree were much more ambiguous in the comets in comets comets <laughs> comics. <laughs> But if you had to drink to to be sort of sometime ally, sometimes not right as the opponent of the the um of the uh, oh my god Shiar. I was gonna say okay. they were they were the villains because the Shiar were the allies of the X Men, and then you get into modern deconstructive comics and you find out the Shiar are really messed up people too. Yeah. Um. So they yeah they use the Kree as the villain, and they yes. use the Skrulls as the more ambiguous, you know, neutral party just trying to survive. So you, Secret putting that in there. is going to be interesting. Then. Secret invasion, yeah, it's, it's going to be Claudites. That's what they're going to use. <laughs> Klondike? Yes, Klondike bars <laughs> are going to be the villains of Secret Invasion. I knew it. Because everyone is like, what would you do for this bar? Like, I'll murder that dude right now. <laughs> right there. Here's your Klondike bar. Here's your Klondike bar. <laughs> and Sam, Sam Jackson's just like, this ain't going to stand, bro. And then just like beat up people or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Until they give him a Klondike bar. And he's like, oh, thanks. No, no, they give him a Hershey's bar because he's not himself when he's hungry. Uh-huh. And that's bar. a Snicker bar. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I think I saw a Hershey's commercial. We spent more <laughs> time talking about anything else than Kevin Feige. Well, again, well, there's not much to that <laughs> story. Once added, that was it, yeah. So All right, well, can... what about Batgirl finding her director? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think any of us remembered this was on the schedule. So here's the thing. is They're telling us that the directors that they found were the guys that did the most recent Bad Boys movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Bad Boys for Lyfa. Yeah. L-Y-F-3, L-3-F-Y, what? No, it was L Y, and then the F was a backwards three or something. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. 
So biggest blockbuster of 2020. <laughs> This is one of the four movies that came out exactly. before everything shut down. They made a ton of money in January, and everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, at least this will get its ass kicked by Black Widow and everything. And then there's like, the world is no longer in, in motion. Aw, <laughs> Bad Boys for Life is going to be the box office. Ch- you're going to look through all those years. You're going to have Endgame and Infinity War and Phantom Menace and Jurassic World, all these years, and then Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> <laughs> like, this I, doesn't fit. I think it was number two. What was number one? We went through this at one point. No, I think it was, it made the most money of a movie that was released in 2020. Like in theater release? <laughs> yeah. Because I think like Rise of Skywalker was number one, but it was released in 2019. But it still had made more money in 2020 than yeah. than Bad Boys for Life did or something. I don't remember. But yeah, so, we went through this. I mean, I'm, I haven't heard of these guys other than, than the article that I was reading about it. And I have no idea what the style is with Bad Boys, the the third Bad Boys movie. So, have you seen the first two? Yes, and that's what you saw in number three. Oh, yeah, number three feels a lot more like number two, where they somehow hire a special uh-huh. operations team to invade Cuba and start a world war. The first one I I enjoyed. The second one was terrible. The second one is so, so over like, the top. If terrible. it's like the second one, then I have because the second one does. Oh no, it's the, fir- the first one where they flip. See, we need a drum roll button. Because the domestic box office winner for 2020 was Bad Boys for Life. I told you. <laughs> $204 million. Yeah, that's what I said. Wow. It's the number one film for 2020. Like, 20, 2019 is Endgame. 2018 is Infinity War. Uh, 2017 is probably a Marvel movie. Because it's not... Or 20, Star Wars. 2017 was Solo. Yeah. No, no, no. 2017 would be... 2017 was uh, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't think that was number one. I mean, it made it made money. Yeah. 2016... 2016 is probably a Marvel film, too. 2015 is Phantom Menace. 2015 was also Jurassic World. And it was like... 2015 was Phantom uh, Menace. Force Awakens. Uh, Force Awakens. <laughs> I always call it Phantom Menace. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was Bad Boys for Life, 1917, Sonic the Hedgehog, Jumanji. The see, Star 1917 Wars. was released in December. So was mm-hmm. Jumanji, and so was Star Wars. Yeah. Well, Birds of Prey didn't break it. Number six. Yeah. 64. Yes. Dr. Doolittle was that same <sighs> year. 77 million. Little Women, Invisible Man, Call of the it? Wild. It wasn't uh, Little Women. There were a lot of women. <laughs> and then Onward had 61, and then, then Tenet, 57. Anyway, so Batwoman, Batgirl. Batgirl. Remember, Joss Whedon was supposed to do Batgirl. Yes, that's and why And everyone was assuming, because there was some sort of rumor that he was going to make Batgirl into a black character, mm-hmm. a black woman character. Now you have two prominent black directors. I believe they are. I don't think Will Smith is hiring white directors. No, I think they're they're Middle Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Because their names don't... Well, that's racist. (laughs) Their names don't what? Fall under the category? Because also the the picture that they showed, they don't look black. Yeah, they're definitely not black. (laughs) That sounds racist, too. That sounds so racist. They look Middle Eastern. The guy on the bottom, bottom could be black. They yeah. either look Middle Eastern or okay. They're ethnic. They're they're they're, they're people okay. of color. They're ethnically yes. diverse. Yeah, 
which leads you leads you to believe that there's a good chance that Batgirl is going to okay. be as well. Here's the kicker. His, one, the first one's name is Adil El Arbi, and the second one is Bil, Bilal Fala. So that tells you they're most probably Middle Eastern. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't Middle Eastern. <laughs> he changed his name when he converted. No, it could happen. They're, they're definitely Middle Eastern. Okay, well, this, this show is going to be like found by the FBI in a minute. Uh, El <laughs> Arbi and Fala were born in Morocco and studied film in Belgium. That's what it says right here in the article. <laughs> Ethan's going a long way to figure this out. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is not fascinating radio. Um, none of our shows are. <laughs> You've been able to figure that out. So, any other details about Batgirl? <laughs> Nothing yet. It's just been announced that there. Are, it's just like every other announcement. Yeah, it's so, a, it's so, every other announcement from DC Films. It has nothing behind it other than a title. Yeah, this was what we've talked about for the last five years. So the same it's thing anything, with the Batman anime. It's anything <laughs> that is just click, 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 click. Yeah. Whatever the the post-it note is on the whiteboard. Ends up in variety for some reason. And all none of that stuff is none of it. Most of that stuff hasn't come out. Most of that stuff has failed. Again, yes. it was Joss Whedon is writing and directing a Batgirl film. Stamp it. Put it in there. Two months later, it was out of production and he said, I'm not working with Warner Brothers anymore. Correct. So in what the Hollywood Reporter is reporting for them, there's a, a spot here that says, Off the strength of bad boys, they trampoline to the co-showrunners of Marvel series... Miss Marvel, where they also directed the premiere and finale episodes. So there's the showrunners for Miss Marvel, I guess. It sounds like it. Yeah, so, yeah. That's cool. so Which, a, I, that makes sense, though, because I mean, they are you know, they are Middle Eastern directors and producers. So yeah. you put them in charge of the Miss Marvel uh, series. Yeah, yeah. I think you, that helps to give you a more quality. You know, piece of art. Well, there. probably adds, uh, helps add to the authenticity of her yes. character. But it's also the way they the it the way they're thinking about the character mm. and what they want to portray is going to be a lot different than saying, you know, a Caucasian yeah producer director. Ron Howard is not the showrunner right. for Miss Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Bryce Dallas Howard is well, not no, the showrunner. Even, even Patty Jenkins. Is even not, with yeah. them, you know the the girl that they mm-hmm. cast for Miss Marvel. Yeah. A lot of the whole behind the scenes uh, producers and people who are working on the show, and that was I think the whole idea of when they were making the show is they want to really represent well, yes. and like have a resi- uh, resi- resonate represent represent <laughs> and that resonate. culture <laughs> that culture within. Yes. The show, so it does make well, sense. Well, especially when the book is is the characters created in the original book is written by G Willow, G. Willow Wilson, who is of uh, the Muslim faith, mm-hmm. and it's a very poignant. You know, it has some of the stereotypes of it, but treating them as this is what Pakistani families go through mm-hmm. in the United States. Um, so there is an authenticity to it. There is mm-hmm. a, a representation and a resonation with it. So they're perfect people for Mrs. for Miss Marvel, Mrs. Marvel. Apparently, I married him. I married her off. Miss um, Marvel. For Miss yeah. Marvel. But again, I think the story there is the possibility that 
our Batgirl is not going to be Barbara Gordon. I yeah. Or the classic Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. Correct. And we'll see how that goes because, boy, if they're mad about Snake Eyes, you replace the blonde pretty girl with, you know... Just look how just like how crazy everybody was about Domino. Yeah. Yeah. Because the pasty white non non defined racial character of these original series was played by a very good looking but tough as nails black woman, and everyone's like, That's not the girl she needs to be wearing the makeup. And they see it and they're like, Oh So you think that they would go with like a Cassandra Kane, that girl? That uh, would be interesting. That might not be Or bad. maybe even doing like Stephanie Brown just because it's different than Barbara I think I think if they're going to do something different and they want to do something, if they want to follow, you know, if, if you want to say they've got a mandate to make movies for non-white people, those bastards like you keep seeing on the internet, Cassandra Cain fits the bill. Now, mm-hmm. the good part of it is Cassandra Cain's story is massively interesting. Yeah. And you get Deathstroke out of it. Yeah. So you can use this Deathstroke finally. You give us a Cassandra Kane movie. The the introduction of her as Batgirl and her series that started is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fascinating. I'd love for them to use Cassandra Kane just to put that original series back into print. Because that is I'm like, I want that back. <laughs> Damien Scott's pencils in that are fantastic. And it's a great story until they screw it up and, and make her be able to talk. Well, who's playing Commissioner Gordon in uh in The Batman? Isn't it um isn't it Felix Leiter from Bond? He is a black so. gentleman, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, I don't think I don't know if they're gonna. They don't want to connect anything anymore. No, no, they, no. They're no. so desperate to be anti-Marvel that they're not going to connect any of their movies right. anymore. So I can't imagine this is going to be set. I I don't think you're going to have Robert Pattinson come out in the Batman. Um, are they doing a series with him as Gordon? Yes, and so. I don't think they're going to introduce Batgirl that early. Before Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, yes. Who's a fantastic actor. I'm mm-hmm. ashamed of myself of not knowing yeah. his name offhand. West, Westworld. Um, uh, yeah, no, he's done everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything really well. Holy crap. I thought that was going to happen. Um, I think a lot of the choices that surround this lead everyone to make a decent guess that we're going to have someone other than Barbara Gordon. Right. And well, other than the Barbara Gordon we have in the comics as a strawberry blonde, you know, middle-class white girl. Yeah. No, see, what I was saying was that not necessarily connecting them through, you know, a Marvel-type way. I was thinking that if Gotham was to become, you know, Gotham and its people were to become the connection between the different films. Maybe. Maybe you do it where you do it in a way where it, it doesn't. They don't affect each other, but you it might doesn't, have. It doesn't dispute. It doesn't um, contradict one another. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, it's so. The difference between this and the Batman animated series that we talk about is there's a whole list of names with the Batman animated series. Sure. You know, it was. Th- this is much farther along than this, which is, hey, we got two directors. We're still a year away, mm-hmm. two years away from production. We but it's not know. so much the the. Hey, here's the directors. It's just like, hey, look, this project just came out of nowhere. You know, well, I think they've been desperately trying to do a Batgirl. Yeah, in a way property. they did because they've been talking about Batgirl as a as a film now for almost 3 years or 2 right. years or whatever because of again, 
that flurry of we're doing all these sequels. We're going to do Batwoman. We're going to do the mm-hmm. Catwoman movie we're, again for whatever reason. We're going to make a, you know. But see here. Aqualad movie. We're doing a Batgirl film allows you to one put point to point, one put uh Harley Quinn back into it so you can get Margot Robbie back there mm-hmm. and then you can add you know like Poison Ivy or I don't think you're doing I don't think you're doing Harley Quinn at all you, you when you're doing films you have to be careful to to not overexpose your character when I sure about, I agree one that. of the reasons that I thought you know back when we thought we were going to get a Ben Affleck Batman movie was using the Joker in Suicide Squad made so much sense because you get two Joker movies, but they're not both against Batman because you're not going right. to waste. You're only going to get three or four Batman movies with the same actor, mm-hmm. right? It's it's what we have with Bond with Daniel Craig. There's We don't want 35 films released in 35 years with Daniel Craig playing Bond. Bond. There's an expiration date. So we get five films in, four films in, whatever he's going to do, and we move on to the next one. I think it's the same thing here. Margot Robbie's already been Harley Quinn. She will be in... Three films. Yeah. By the time we get to Suicide Squad 2. That's kind of it. Because mm-hmm. also, actors and actresses don't necessarily want to play these characters over and over again. Right. You know, it's not It's not like when you had, you know, the Bonds of the past where they were, one, making movies a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And, or at least, you know, those type, they, they were shooting them, you know, closer together than. You got a Bond film like every three years. Yeah. And then. Something like that. But you also had, you know, that Bond locked in for more films because they were, you know. That's basically what they became. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I think in, in this type of, you know, adaptation universe from some, from source material, you don't want to overdo the source material. You use Cassandra Kane, you get Deathstroke. Um, there's so many people in the rogues gallery that you can use that haven't been used before, mm-hmm. or you redefine, I mean, hell, you could redefine Killer Croc if you wanted to. You could use the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, think they, of it, I, we haven't seen the Penguin in any of these new DC films. No, but I, well, we will in in the Batman. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's, He'll be yeah, in there. That's right. he's a... Um, no, what? Um, I think that they would stick with having a female villain for her. It's not going to be Harley. That's the thing. It's one, they don't use Harley as a villain, and two, if you put Harley in it, no one's going to give a damn about Batman. about Cassandra yeah. King. So or Batgirl. Or, or I can see them using someone like Poison Ivy. Because they want to try Ivy, to see them use trying to do like a team up with Harley and Poison Ivy at one point. So again, we're thinking six steps ahead. Right. DC isn't like that. Yeah, DC is going to make a Cassandra Kane movie. They're going to have Deathstroke in it, and she's going to kill some two bit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie's not going to be in that film. Yeah, Harley Quinn's not. Gonna be, I don't think I was surprised Margot Robbie came back to do Suicide Squad too. Yeah, I don't think she wants to really play this character that much anymore. That's so how she's becoming. That's great. That's not what she wants to do. No. She did Birds of Prey. We were going to get a Birds of Prey film, remember? Yep. Nope. We're going to get a second one. No. We're going to get a Harley Quinn movie. No. All that stuff is off. Doesn't That sounds to me like Margaret Robbie said, I'm going to do one more film, and I'm going to do James Gunn's Suicide Squad 2. And even though she's in the trailer a lot, we'll see how much she's actually in the film. That is true. Well, I, think, I think it depends, because she talks about how she wants to do a Harley film with Poison Ivy. She can talk about it, but she's already taken all that off the table. Yeah. They already canceled all that. They're no, not I know. That stuff, so. I'm saying if they decide to do that, I'm sure she would be open to playing it again. We'll see. So. I think Margot Robbie has more ambition than playing Harley Quinn oh, yeah. 16 times over the next 20 years. I mean, yeah. it's just at some point, 
So Chris Evans, it's saying that Chris is like, I want to direct films. I don't want to be Captain America for the rest of my life. Right. And then he's like, yeah, I'll be Captain America again. Why not? <laughs> I'm not directing anything people really right like, now. People really like, really like me as Captain America. So mm-hmm. I was making a lot of money as Captain America. Um, so Batman the Animated Series, we got, we got news that, that was coming back. Now this was, with the names that we've got with it, this was the one to me that like, came out of nowhere. Big names. Guys. You have Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves is the interesting name in there. J.J. Abrams is interesting, obviously. But Matt Reeves to me is the most interesting name there because obviously he's doing the movie. And right. so you're wondering if he's there to steer it towards the movie or he's there to make sure it doesn't steer anywhere towards the movie. Right. You know, just like you're going to do it in a different sensibility than, than I'm doing with the, the film. Um, could be same tone though. Well, the way they talk about it is they they're wanting to make this as like a rewriting of the mythology of Batman. So it's going to be something completely different as far Within as within the style of the Batman animated series yeah. artwork. Yeah. Um, this is the one you know. You said Batgirl came out of nowhere. This is the one for me that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really, no no indication, no rumor, or anything that they were working on a new. Batman animated series, and like here's the announcement, and here's ten names that are attached to it, and an idea of what we're gonna do. Again, we have directors tied attached to a movie that we have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. about you know it's gonna be with Batgirl. Yeah, it's it's Batgirl year one, or it's Batgirl is in a, a Gotham that has lost Batman, and she's the only thing between the crime and the whatever. Probably. They didn't tell us anything. They didn't tell us anything about it. That's not no. the point. The point is they didn't tell us anything about it. They told us a lot about what they want to accomplish with this series. So it's also HBO Max desperately needs content yeah. that people watch. HBO Max is wanting, yeah, as much content. It as they needs can. a series. Yeah, so it needs it needs Titan, series. Titans is coming back in August, but you know, Young Justice they, they is coming need, back. They need to fill in those times when they have you know his dark his dark materials and mm-hmm. you know Westworld or whatever. They need something. to fill in that time when they're like, hey. The movies that we had on here for a month, no one's watching them. Yeah. <laughs> right. The big movie's over. We don't get a big movie for two more months. <laughs> we just got to throw. We got to get people coming. We yeah. got to get them here. So that makes a ton of sense. We can only do so many reunion specials. Mm-hmm. It's obvious there hasn't been. Yeah, that's what? 25th? Oh, God. 27th. 27th? murder every single person. They won't I'll shut up about that stupid thing. I'll be there to tell you that it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be over here. The, I mean, really? Do I really need something that has Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber wasn't even born when that series was. That, that was the thing. But when Beth it's saw such that, a she's stupid. like, "Stupid! It's it's going to be more like the G four reunion than anything else." Yeah, where you get five minutes of what we really wanted, which is give me Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn and Morgan Webb and Adam Slessor telling me behind the scenes stories. Yeah, that's all I want. And them talking about if we were to start this show right now. We'd be the number one show with nerds. We were like five years ahead of our time. Yeah. We had we had it at the beginning. We exploded to a height, and then everything fell apart. And it's not really their fault. The channel, you know, imploded. They couldn't do enough new content. Yeah, uh, the channel got really cheap. You're only going to do two new shows a week. What? That's not going to work. Um, that's what we want. What we got was some stupid story about a dinner party. Yeah. And then we'd get that story, and you're like, this is what I want. And then they stop like, so, guys, there's the monster underneath the table. Oh, no. What is he talking? Shut up. 
I don't need this. I don't need framing sequences for all of this crap. Yeah. It's just, it's, and that's what, as soon as I saw all the names, all the names that have nothing to do with Friends, I'm sure Justin Bieber's like, yeah, I grew up watching Friends on my mom's TV while we prayed to Jesus. It was so awesome. Then I realized they were actually banging each other, and I'm like, I want to really try that. So I just laid waste to all the girls in Hollywood. I mean, what are you going to get? What What is he going to say pointedly about Friends? What is I mean, Lady Gaga's on it? Isn't like Elon Musk or somebody on it? It's just a stupid. Oh, terrible. Well, if it, they would have just kept it as, you know, like they show in parts of the trailer where they're they're playing the trivia contest, right? Mm-hmm. And But it's about the show. And put the six of them. Put the, the and then put guy who looks like table. he should be on the, the short bus, Gunter or whatever. Bring Gunter. in the 45 people that, that uh, Rachel bangs. Show um, the kids grown up. Nobody cares about the kids. The kids were there for an episode. Like, well, just... no, the one thing they did care about was uh, Rachel's daughter would be 18 Great. this a, year a ba- or something. One of the six babies on set to play Rachel's daughter is going to show up. It's not a story. It doesn't mean anything. That's not. People don't care. With, I know. Phoebe went to her kid's graduation. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Great Instagram moment of her holding somebody who's got a diploma. You're going to build a show around that? No, no, no. That's what they're doing. That's I know. what I mean. It's just, and everyone's going to love it. And everyone's going to be like, I can't wait till they make a new show with it. I got to see. I want the story of like, how the hell? No, you tell me. Did any of you really believe that these idiots could afford either of these places? It's Renka. Shut the F up. They'd throw you off the goddamn balcony and kill you. In order to get you to get rid of that apartment so that they could charge the $2.5 million per month that that thing that was supposed to be. <laughs> she works in a, I mean, to work in a freaking Starbucks and the next day she's an ad executive or whatever, or fashion executive? No. Are they going to discuss the absolutely toxic relationship that Ross and Rachel really were? Well, awful, see, awful people. There is a roundtable with them talking about things. Mostly it's going to be about them talking about their experiences with the show and, you know, things like that. And... It's going to be 45 minutes on the Rachel. That's what it's going to be. Oh, my God. That was the haircut that everybody got for through year. It's all so great. Ah, it's like, uh, well, they, I think that they asked him. Oh, no, because they also have him being interviewed by. Um, Katie Kirk. No. Matt Lauer. No. <laughs> that would be great. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. Connie Chung. No. And I love him. He was a Doctor Who. Um, Anderson Cooper. No. Anderson uh, Cooper's boyfriend. Uh, the What's his face that, that's on the show at E? Andy something. No. <laughs> I'm like, this is not Circus? a fun guest. Huh? Sudeikis? No, no, no. Like Andy Cohen or something. No. no. He has that terrible show at E. No, yeah. He has the, the show after Kimmel. Nightline? No. The show after Kimmel no, is Nightline. <laughs> it's right there. Ted Koppel. James Corbin. That's not after Nightline. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, not after, that's not after Jimmy Kimmel. What, what's he it's on? after Fallon, on Fallon, I think. Oh, is he? Oh, Jesus Christ. He's on CBS. Yes, he's after Steve Colbert. Yes, he's after Colbert. He is the perfect host for this show. Yes, he, he's talking James to James Corden is just as he's going to have a massive gay chubby while he's sitting on that, that couch about how amazing it is that these six people that we've begged for the last four decades to get back together to sit down and talk about how great they are and how wonderful this show was and how great it holds up and the fact that everybody in the world goes to sleep to it every day. You know why they go to sleep to it? Because it's fucking boring now. <laughs> That's why. 
And I watched this show, and I enjoyed the show when I watched it. It's a comfort show. It's a comfortably terrible show. I watched all but like the first two seasons. Um, Jocko and I used to watch that show just before we would watch that. We watched whatever was the one, the 15 different shows that was in that slot between that and Seinfeld. And rather than just like move both of them up into the 9 and 9.30 and just kill that hour, Mm -hmm. we watched Seinfeld, and then we would go shoot pool. So I watched this show, and I enjoyed this show, but I never ever felt the need to see anything that last season is awful the the season where she's living with joey awful the last season is awful that show should have stopped the moment that monica and chandler said they loved each other because that was it that's what you were building towards because the relationship you were following will they or will they ross and rachel i was on a break i don't you fucked like 45 people every single person on those couches banged each other fine they say they love each other that's the relationship we're following the end go Instead, we get two more seasons. Ugh. Ugh. I think we hit a nerve with Chris. Ugh. I really want Beth on here right now. (laughs) Oh, great. When she listens to the show, she's going to yell at me again. (laughs) Um, Friends is great. I'm glad everybody enjoys it. I hope everybody loves the reunion. Well, one of the questions. That's not even what the hell we were talking about. We're supposed to be talking about Batman. Batman. (laughs) Serious. Sweet Christ. Because we went HBO Max, and then we said... Yes, they needed a series, and, and then this. he's like, Oh, Friends is coming with Andy Cohen! It's going to be great! <laughs> it's so bad the end. Is it the 23rd? Is it the 26th? It's definitely going to be a limited-run uh, show, I think. I, don't, I know they haven't said or how many episodes or anything like that. It depends how much they want to pay Bruce Tim because I feel like he's the one that's going to try to command as much money as possible. He's going to get it. Oh, yeah. So. He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, there's no cons. He hasn't been there for an hour a day. Hey, so we <laughs> charging three hundred dollars for an autograph. <laughs> we also got the announcement. No, he's doing sketches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sketches. It's a good thing nobody. No, he does. He does sketches. Yeah, I know. Um, but he's usually at his booth for like an hour, and then yes, he leaves. because <laughs> once he once he gets the sketchbook filled, he has to go work on it. Uh, Sebastian always gets his sketch. Yeah. That's the secret to it. Is don't don't have him do Batman. Harley or the Joker, and your sketch will be done first. Because mm. that whole list is just Batman, Joker, Harley, Batman, Joker, Harley, Batman, Joker. And then yeah. that year that Sebastian wins, like, I want Ian Fleming's James Bond. Ooh, <laughs> he was like the last <laughs> person on the list, and he has a commission done first. <laughs> so he can draw Batman into sleep. Yeah. So Henry Cavell is going to be... Cavill. Cavill. Cavell. Cavill. Cavill. Cavell's like the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> is... Going to be the Highlander. There can only be one. I know you have a man boner for him so bad, Ethan. Everybody has a man boner. <laughs> Everybody have you man. seen him? <laughs> that man is gorgeous. That is, I, that is, he is cut out of a granite stone, and I have no problem admitting that he is a gorgeous human being. I, Here's the weird I thing. I may be biased about this because I... Love the original, mm. and I don't feel that this is something that needs to be remade. Yeah, I, nothing. Granted, nothing needs to be remade. Everything is going to be. I remade. know. It's not. It, it's what nothing. are you going to fight over? All right, so they they remake it. Does it remove the first one for you? No, I know. Does and it I remove the second one for you? Does it remove the TV series with Jason Paul? Jason Paul, whatever the hell his name was, something like that. Yeah. How do I remember that name? <laughs> I can't get... <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> Andy Cohen. <laughs> no! I didn't know who the hell he was talking about. He's like, after Kimmel. That's Nightline. James Gordon? No. Uh, 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 Gordon. 
Jeffrey Wright. I couldn't yeah. get Jeffrey Wright, but I know Jason Paul <laughs> from that Highlander series. It doesn't remove any of it, so we're going to get a new one. No. Okay, you don't have to go see it. No, I, I get that. I understand that. My Adrian thing, Paul. Adrian Paul. There you go. <laughs> you can feel a little better. I feel a little better. I didn't get it right. feel a little better. I well, remember his last after name. Because I, I used to watch that show. Mm-hmm. And after you said... It, 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 James Paul or whatever Paul. My mom watched that show forever. My dad. I knew the Paul was from that. It mm -hmm. had to be, you know, something like that. My dad won Star Trek, the next generation and Highlander and Kung Fu. The legend continues. Oh, my dad loved those shows. Worst. Your dad and my mom could have watched TV together. Like crazy. She'd watch that Kung Fu show with him. He was like 80 when he did that show. So he's beating up dudes. That look like you know world class athletes moving at the speed of a snail. Like he's doing the tai chi, but he's actually sort of fighting. Right. It was awful. You know, awful. awful, CW has a remake of it now. Yes, and it's a woman now, isn't it? Yeah. At least she can fight. Like she moves. Um, So So I always remember watching those three shows with him. So yeah, Henry Campbell in Highlander. Yes. My thing is, is we keep talking about the fact that Henry Cavill wasn't going to have time to do anything else because he was going to do The Witcher. And now it seems like yep. this makes me feel like they don't think there's going to be a Witcher season three. Oh, there is. I don't know, because <laughs> they kept saying he's not. The, he way, wasn't, the way the following is for that show. I don't know. I would say it doesn't it matter what the following is. It matters how many people watch it. And we'll see yeah. how many people watch season two after having a year and a half off from season one. Right. My thing is, everyone that was quote unquote in the know or whatever, we're not doing another Superman movie because Henry Cavill is booked. We're not having him do this because he's booked. He's doing The Witcher and it's, he'll be out of the country for nine months out of every year. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting not it. a movie, right? No, it is a movie. It is a movie. Yes. It's a movie, right? Yeah. He's going to shoot. He's going to be the main character in a major motion picture again, which makes me think he knows there's time off coming. Yeah. So whether it's we're not getting a season three or it's going to be like the Sopranos or Game of Thrones where season three is three years after the other one. That's what's interesting to me is that he has a project listed when we thought for the longest time he wasn't going to be able to do anything other than The Witcher for the next three or four years. Yeah. Well, it's funny when we were talking about Bond in our in our other thread, and we're like naming off people that we can do. As soon as I say Henry Cavill would be a good Bond, and then this this report came out, and I was like, ah, oh, well, he's probably going to be too busy. <laughs> but he's also it's probably the same thing. He doesn't want to play him. Um, it, it it does kind of you know he has a sword. He's, he, I mean, that might be it. He's like, I, I learned how to sword fight on this, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. So I, I want to do more. That, he says that in the article. He's like, I already know, you know like sword uh, sword training. I have sword training or something like that, and so it would be perfect for me. It's so. like when they did Troy and uh, 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 El Legolas was in it, <laughs> and he's, he has a bow and arrow. <laughs> That's how he, he defeats Achilles. He shoots him in the, in the heel with the bow and arrow. I was like, hey, I wonder, I wonder where he learned how to do that. <laughs> According to IMDb Pro right now, he only has two projects in development. And it's Highlander and Enola Holmes, too. Oh, that's right. He's doing that, too. <clears throat> so he doesn't have... That much going on. Well, also, I mean, he's signed contracts with DC for Superman. I mean, I, I know he's got plenty so of projects. So he's, he's 
got stuff coming up, but he can sign contracts with DC to do it. Doesn't mean DC is going to do it. Yeah. If they do it, he's contractually obligated to do it. He's not going to do it. DC is not going to do it. DC is done with this universe. It is gone. We're going to make hell at this point. I don't know if you make wonder woman three mm-hmm. after what you got with WW 84 www.84.sucks. You just <laughs> move on from this. Well, right now, here's the known projects for him that are in development or you know in production. Squadron 42, and it says Highlander is in production. So they're, uh, you know... Could be pre-production. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what it would be. It's greenlit and it's on the docket. And then, yes, and then Enola Holmes, too. Those are the three projects he's got going on right now. Witcher's already wrapped a few months ago. Yeah. Insane. So. We don't have a confirmation of a season three. We thought we did. I know they said that they're like, they signed him for 85 seasons or whatever. But as of right now, Netflix, which is burning cash as if it was a forest fire on top of another forest fire, may be holding off until we get results from, from what the next yeah. project is. But now, he, not knowing that he's going to do season three or not, I'm sure he was willing to sign contracts with other people to be like, yeah, I'll be the Highlander. Mm-hmm. I'll do a Nola Holmes 2. I'll do whatever the hell Squadron 42 is. I'll lend my voice to something. Sure, whatever. I also want to go home and play Witcher. Because <laughs> he is a gaming dork. Yep. Yeah. He paints miniatures. <laughs> it's like, how did you're the problem. You're the, this is the last 10 years when I started getting these, you know, these freaking frat boys that showed up at Comic-Con all the time. Used to get dorks and nerds, and now we get like, bro, Spider-Man is so awesome. Let's jog. It's Joe like, Magdanella playing D&D. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Joe. <laughs> this is our town. Like, leave us, leave us alone. <laughs> I don't need to play D&D with three guys yeah. that are on the football team and a dude who's like a triathlon. D&D used to be... The thing that you didn't tell anybody to you, you locked yourself in the basement. Nobody knew that you played. That was, it. I mean, that was like the dorkiest of the dorks. Mm-hmm. Even I didn't play D anD. d That's the also when when I went to, I, I went to visit White Chocolate once when he started playing World of Warcraft and he's like, "Yeah, I went over the Elder Mountains of Shivan to mine gold from the Kamsung mine to bring it back to Sorbel." And I said, "Dude, I've known you for twenty five <laughs> years. We read Star Wars, GI Joe, Usagi Yojimbo, and Turtles together." This is the dorkiest I've ever heard you. Like, <laughs> shut up. I'm so bored with all these names. <laughs> when you go down the list, yeah, it was like movie buffs and then sci-fi nerds and then comic book nerds and then like gaming nerds. Like, you know, physical gaming nerds were at the bottom mm-hmm. for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess who's at the top now? Henry Cavill. <laughs> Dave Filoni. Top of the gaming nerds? He, he's, yeah, <laughs> he's probably got at a, this point. He probably has a wicked Star Wars RPG game going. <laughs> where he's just sitting there just stealing ideas. Oh, oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. What, what are we doing? What do we go to this planet for? Awesome. <laughs> um, Bad Batch RPG dorks. But he's not. Okay. Everybody all of a sudden went, oh, my God, he's the head of Mario of, of Lucasfilm. No, he's not. He's one of three in the same position. He's a creative director, executive creative director. Yes. He is not the head of Lucasfilm. <laughs> no, and he's also said he does not want to be. Yeah. Because the head of Lucasfilm is a business is a business post. Correct. Yeah. He isn't a creative post. Yes. He is everything that, that whatever goes up to Kennedy to be like, Hey, we want to make this, 
That's where he is. He's the person that funnels it. If it gets to her, then it's already decided it's going to be made. Yeah. No. If it gets to her, it's decided by the creative team that this is a good thing to make. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Yes. That's what it's... If there's a hundred ideas, if, yeah, if it's a hundred ideas, that goes to fifty people that look at it and go, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Correct. That goes to the creative team, the story team, and then the executive creative team, and they go, these four ideas make sense. Yes. Those go to Kennedy, and she says, yes, yes, no, yes, yes. Because once you have that creative idea, you can look at it and say, this is awesome. Then you bring it from a business perspective. Can we make this? Can we afford it? Can mm-hmm. we shoot it? Is it a movie? Is it a TV series? Is it pitched as a movie that we think is better as a TV series? Which is, I think what would happen with Boba Fett. I was just gonna. I was totally gonna mention Boba Fett. It, Boba Fett for years. We're like, we're getting a Boba Fett movie. We're getting a Boba yeah, Fett Boba movie. To as far as to have the rumor that James Mangold was gonna was gonna direct it, and yep. then we get the Mando after that disappears. And I said at the time, I wonder if that's we came up with an idea for Boba Fett. We presented it to. Everybody up there. Disney Plus happens, and the heads of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, and the story group, and the creative directors, and everything got together and said, this makes sense as a series, as long as it's not Boba Fett. Let's create a brand new character and go from there. Right. And to take it one more is that they did say at one point when they said there was going to be a Mandalorian show, there was a point where there was going to be a Boba Fett TV show. Mm -hmm. And there was at one point... Dan, uh, Daniel Logan was at the exact same age as that they would want him for it. And then, you know, the quote unquote, you know. Well, I think there were a lot of things even just before. Quote unquote, once you nerd writers would all, were all saying that, you know, he was cast to be there. Once, once you knew that D plus was going to happen, then that's where all the rumors hit. Like show, 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 show. Obi-Wan's the other one. Mm-hmm. It'd be fascinating to know for, for an absolute positivity that they were going to make an Obi-Wan movie and said, you know what, let's make it a six hour TV series instead. Yeah. I, guarantee that was a, I guarantee but it's also, that was a conversation. What is more expensive? What is less expensive? So what Kathleen Kennedy does, Kathleen Kennedy writes checks. Mm-hmm. Dave Filoni doesn't want to do that. Kathleen Kennedy has to hire and fire people. Right. Dave Filoni doesn't want to do She's that. Not, she has no, nothing to do with the creative side She of has it. nothing to do with the creating of it. She approves the creative she, Yes, pieces. the create. I mean, Rogue One is that, same, is that thing. Joe Johnston comes up with an idea. Yeah. Someone else told him that makes a movie. They write a treatment together or, you know, or a paragraph or yeah. whatever. They bring it to the story group. The story group brought it to Kathleen Kennedy. And she said, this is perfect because we're already thinking of, we want to do movies outside of the saga movie. This makes perfect sense to do right. it. Rogue One is born. So it's the Dave Filoni thing is he's been in this position for six months. Mm-hmm. They yeah. said it. Yeah. He's been in the position for six months. They didn't update the company website until like three days ago. <laughs> and that really shows how worried they are about other people knowing their business. Yeah. So he up there with um, one of his Doug Chang. I can't remember the third person. I think it's the head of the story group. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do the Pablo. Really? No, Pablo's in the story group. No, yes, but he's not the head. But of he's it. he no he does continuity. That's why. Um. Uh. <laughs> And they named the two in the article I saw too. And I know Doug Chang's one of them. And Doug Chang is the he was the, the head designer for episode one. He's the head of the design department now. Uh he's a great artist. He's a guy that when we looked at episode one, those first episode one drawings we saw like these are stupid. I want my Star Wars back. 
When he got to the end, like, boy, this is a well-designed film. Yep. <laughs> Stuff in here is awesome. One thing the prequels have that the sequels don't is, like, those new designs in the prequels were awesome. There's so much great stuff in there. The sequels, you don't get anything new. Although my favorite thing from it is based off of an ad at. I am stalling for time while people look on stuff on their phones. <laughs> John, um, John Knoll and Doug Chang. That's it. Yeah, John Knoll's the other one. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was already moved up to the, he went from being a director, a writer-director, moved up to being head of animation a couple of years ago. Well, he was a producer. I mean, that was the thing. Right. He, he produced a lot of stuff and he ran, he ran their animation so they made him the head of the animation department, which is stuff like Resistance and um, uh, and Bad Batch. He's not the executive producer. He's not the showrunner on Bad Batch. No, he's, executive, yeah, producer. he's executive producer. Um, he He's not the person that runs the whole thing. He's not writing else. it he's either. He's not writing it. And not directing it. Exactly. Um, which, if you look at the seventh season of of Clone Wars and Bad Batch, you can tell that was he wasn't writing it. Well, everything still goes through him. Well, That's the thing no, is, no, yeah. no, he's giving them ideas and everything, but he's not writing yeah. the it's, script. It's, some of the sometimes when you have these titles that are up in these places, it's not well defined what they do. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great thing. There's a Simpsons um, uh, commentary track from one of the episodes, and it was the one that, um, man, am I bad with names. Delroy Lindo was on. And so he was invited to come and sit with the producers and he's watching the credits in the beginning. And he's like, how many people are assistant or associate producers on this? And Sam Simon says, basically everybody who had something to do with the show, but we can't really define what they did. They become an associate producer Mm -hmm. yeah, because they produced something in the show. Right. They didn't, they weren't necessarily a writer. They weren't necessarily the executive producer. They weren't necessarily the story you know, that wrote the story. It's someone that kind of bopped into the room and said, you know what would be funny? If the car flips over and then the rhino comes over and it leaves or whatever, because it's, it's the show where they go to Africa well, to try and be a better family or whatever. Basically, that's what Aisha did. Yeah. Aisha's, you know, she was, she'd bounce around doing different things and, you know, stuff on the paperwork side and other things like that. And she was listed as an associate producer. Yeah. Now she's gotten bumped up to producer on a show. What, what the story group and the people around it in in Lucasfilm are all kind of that associate producer sort of idea. Yes. Some of them maybe executive. It depends on what they do. Dave Filoni's executive producer of Bad Batch because he created those characters for a different TV series right. and he's overseeing the final step. Yeah. Once the script goes through, he puts a stamp on the things. What Lucas did with everything. Every mm-hmm. department that was involved in the, in the well, prequels. I think even George Lucas is, is listed as an executive producer and all well, that. things. It's, it's just like creator, you know, creator of characters. Thing, yeah. And then I feel it, that that's part of the contract that he signed when he yeah. sold Star Wars. It's like it's I'm like executive producer on everything. <laughs> Every Marvel comic had Stanley presents even after he had left the company because right. the company yeah. pushed him out was because of a contractual thing, in order to kind of keep his creations that he didn't really yeah. totally create. Um, that's the thing. Yeah, the Lucas part of it is just the fact that if it says Star Wars on it, it has to have Lucas's name on it. Right. Um, well, that's not the way you land a. Is that Harrison Ford? Is that Harrison Ford? <laughs> Planes upside down. Just oh, that is, I don't know where that is. That's in Ventura. Ventura. Yeah. I think I know where that is. I think that's right off of uh, We have a TV on so. and there's a plane, that, we always a biplane upside down in a field on the TV. It's got to be Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's... Is that the auto plane. center over there? I think I know where that is. I flew the plane, yeah. I got it there. I got it there and I wanted it. I'm still shocked. I like that it says plane lands. 
They landed. Well, technically, it's upside down. Technically, it did land, <laughs> just not right side up. Well, it like it when, when, to, when well, it ended, it, it hit something it and it flipped it. Yeah, you can see the, the things that anyway. So, Falani, Falani, is now an executive, creative, control director, content supervisor. But there's so whatever. many people that are, you know, quote unquote, Star Wars fans in these groups and stuff going, oh, good, now we can get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. They don't, they don't understand the dynamics of, you know, of they what They also didn't is. read the article That's beforehand right. where he said, I don't want Kathleen Kennedy's job. Right. He's not a, he's not a business person. A part of the reason that I think George Lucas sold Lucasfilm is like, man, am I tired of doing business crap? Oh, I, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just want to go back to making Red Tails where half the characters you can't understand. Well, he, um, I think, didn't he kind of say that in the, in the speech that, I think you know, he big, wanted to go back to being more of a creator. It was also, I think the thing was, is Lucasfilm was so big with all of its different pieces. And oh yeah. Just like, I don't, this isn't, I'm going to put it in the hands of somebody else. And his decision was, I'll sell it to you. As long as you make Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm. And that's what they did. And we got new movies and new TV series and Stan, we fans hate it. They kept, I don't want new them. stuff. I want the old stuff remade again. You really want all the Star Wars. That's terrible. Um, Crunch Tatas? You know, like, kind of like, <laughs> this is Nerdables, with, where we explain what's going on in the news and commercials. Dude, we could, if we just did a running commentary of a TV series that people couldn't see, we'd have a hell of a lot more listeners than what we have now. Um, so in the same news that we were getting about Kevin Feige, we also received news that one of the shows that was announced at the Disney... Um, Investors Conference mm-hmm. uh, is no longer going to so be. So you mean Dave produced. Filoni rather than Kevin Feige, right? Yeah, he's a Kevin. That's the Kevin Feige you did. <laughs> well, I, there's no word on his show or you know, that he was supposed to be doing for Star Wars or the movie or whatever it was. I don't think Kevin Feige was really ever going to do that. I think they just did that to appease people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Kevin Feige said in an interview somewhere like, "Yeah, I'd love to play in Star Wars at some point when I'm not producing six hundred billion dollar films." <laughs> drops the mic and walks out like he's doing a star Wars movie. Um, yes. In the same thing, we found out that Rangers of the new Republic has been taken off the shelf. It is no longer an active development. Yeah. That's the said. No longer. An so it's been put on the shelf. It, well, no taken off the shelf and thrown in the garbage. Basically. Yeah. Uh, we're, there's still a posted up there and it's not, I mean, we still have what there's a I'll, small chance they can revisit it, but it's, that's, it's, it's called dead. development hell for a reason. Yeah. It's you take it off. You don't want to tell people it's canceled. Um, but it's canceled. It's just, yeah. and again, it's not like they don't have other projects. So, and we said, and we thought that there'd be some of those that would fall off the board. Well, when we saw the board, you know, this was before Gina Carano was like, we're just like the Jews. Um, <laughs> idiot. And then I'm going to double down and just show myself out to be just a terrible, whatever. Uh, does it make you wonder if she had a, her character had something to do with the? the I I'll guarantee you it had something to do with that series. Absolutely guaranteed you that whole series was based off of her because she was very popular in that first season, and I'm yeah. sure that's when they sat down and had discussions. Well, hell, the end of remember, the Mandalorian. That he gets she gets the medal or the badge for yeah, no, that's the, being space cop. <laughs> when that series was proposed, was probably right after season one. It's announced right in the middle of season two. Before she gets fired. Right. And as soon as we we get the controversy and we start to see it more as the Mandalorian, because remember that happened while the series was still on. Mm-hmm. It started and where the series is still on and then it got the worse. The first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so once she gets caned, we all of us said she's probably in that. Mm-hmm. There's not a reason it'd be a great way to continue that character without having her be on the Mandalorian every episode. And now it's canceled. And it's canceled as a side note to another story that people were were, were, were talking about. Yeah. Because as things got updated, it's not on the schedule. Reach for comment. Lucasfilm makes the statement. It's no longer an active development. You know, it's just, it's, it's sort of the same thing that happened with her. Reach for comment. Lucasfilm said Gina Carano was no longer on active a development. Part of, it, it, Gina Carano was no longer an active part of our studio. Yes. She's not working with us anymore. We don't have any plans to work with her. So we, when we saw the thing we didn't know at the time, which one would be the one that would probably go off the list, it was obviously it was very ambitious, you know, with 85 thing, million projects. Well, we said that Lando might fall off. We said afterwards because we assumed when it was announced that uh, Donald Glover was going to do Lando, as we talked about last week, I think, yeah. or the week before. If Donald Glover says no, they're not making that. Correct. So it may be something else that's off the list. And I'm sure something will come up. I'm sure they've got some, the, some more plans. We're going to get R2-D2 the series, Yoda the series, the original trilogy the series. We're just going to stay in that spot. And until someone comes out and points at the stuff that that Moff Gideon is doing, like, no, that's Snoke right there in the vat. That is Snoke. The sequels still matter. And then walks off the stage. You can be a guy in jeans. Sure, whatever. Uh, or something tight. Everyone's just going to be like, they're going to remake the sequels. They're going to give Luke a big lightsaber dong, and it's only going to be one movie where he just kills everybody. Yay! And we're going to get Jason Solo and Jaina Solo and Anakin Solo. And then Anakin's going to die. And, and Mara Jade. And Mara Jade's going to be in it. And she's going to be so gorgeous and amazing. And then that's going to be so great. And everybody survives. And then we rewrite the fact that Chewbacca thrives too. Chewbacca doesn't die in my trilogy. I mean, their trilogy. It's going to be great. And they're all going to look like they're 35. <laughs> we're going to bring Harrison Ford back. We're going to bring Carrie Fisher. We're just going to dig up her body and throw it onto the set. That's what they want. So I'm thinking maybe the very small percent chance that they could bring Rangers of the New Republic back or Rangers of the Republic back. It's dead. I know. I'm saying the small, very like 1% chance is you if they turn, decide to recast Cara Dune. Nope. Which they you probably turn won't. it nope. into Rogue Squadron. No. Because you already have a movie, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. You get rid of the movie and put it as a series. You're not going to get rid of the movie and put it as a series. It's dead. It's gone. We're not getting the no, guy from it. Kim's Convenience as the head of that series. That's the only thing. The only sad thing that everybody said is, we thought that guy was going to be in it, and now it, there's no way he's in it because it doesn't exist, and it's not going to exist. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, again, nothing is needed, but when you look at all the projects that they were doing, that's one of the ones you're like, this could fall off the map super easy. Because, again, are you going to do Mando, Boba Fett, and Rangers of the New Republic all set in the same time period? Right. At the same time, like, how many stories are you going to tell and here? Ahsoka. And Ahsoka. And Ezra. And Kanan back from the dead or whatever. All going to be in that five-year window what before we finally about? start to explore what happens just before Episode 7. Which they're like, yeah, I don't want to touch this. Obi-Wan would probably fit in the same timeline, too. No, no. not after Jedi. He's dead. He's dead. I'm talking about oh, that, that five to ten year period okay. after Return of the Jedi. Basically, Empire's End. Right. Where, where, where they're defeated on Jakku. Somewhere within it. Whether that's just before Mandalorian or it's just after it, we're not sure. Um, 
but everything seems to be right there. But again, if you're already doing Book of Boba, you're going to do more than one season of that. You're not going to waste Boba Fett on just one season, right? We've already got a second Maybe. season Maybe. of Mando or third season of Mando. We'll probably get a fourth. They're going to keep going until we start seeing these other shows come out. Mando, I could see them continuing. Mando's going to because that's why you make him a gunslinger. That's why you make him a bounty hunter. That's why you don't make him Boba Fett. Yeah, you're just like. Mando's going to be the one that ties the rest of the series to the, the time. No, frame. you just do whatever. Mm-hmm. Just do. Thank you. Whatever you you want to do in that time period. If you're going to give me six series and they all tie to the Mando, I'm done. That's boring. Like, give me a different series. Like, Rangers of the New Republic would be great if they had never intended it to be her. Mm-hmm. And that's give why. Give me some right around the time that the Bad Batch is going if on. If you would have given me. Rangers of the New Republic, and it's set completely. It's not Kara. It's not grief. It's not that part of the universe. We go to the other end of the universe in the Outer Rim. If we see more populated planets or whatever, great. But it sounds like, seems like, they had planned to do this with Gina Carano as Cara Dune, which makes sense. It's safe. It's the exact reason Agent Coulson is on that terrible S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Everyone at ABC is like, there's no way we're making this without somebody who's shown up in a film. It's Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Well, Deep Space Nine doesn't start with Worf. It gets Worf afterwards. Um, it gets uh, Chief O'Brien. Nobody cared about Chief O'Brien. I cared about Chief O'Brien. I didn't care about Chief O'Brien until he was on Deep Space Nine. No, That's, I liked him on it. On... You can like him on it. That to, that Deep Space Nine is not a decision from Paramount saying at least one of these guys has to be there. I think that was just a matter of convenience sure. of just like Cole Meany is, wants to work. It's and, an easy way to show it's in the same universe. Yeah. And it's, it's there. The first ep- the first episode has the Enterprise doctor. Correct. And the fact that Cisco hates Picard because Picard killed his wife um, in uh, Best of Both Worlds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cisco, the, the rapper that sang yes. the, th- the yep. song? That's the, the first one is, is that silver-haired freak. In a freaking jumpsuit, running around going, space thong, 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 space thong. Showing that, and then he just gets murdered by a bunch of Klingons. Yeah. Just stab him to death. And everyone even on the, the Fer- station is like, woo! Even the Ferengi are, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> the humans. Boy, the change in the Ferengis from that first episode oh, to yeah. there. You are human. And then you get to, to Quark, and you're like, he's just normal. <laughs> he's brilliant. Acting on that show is amazing. It was. It really was. Those shows got robbed. Every Emmy, every year. Like, oh, oh, look at all these other people. And I'm like, have you watched Patrick Stewart? Have you watched Brett Spiner? You know how hard it is to act and realize I cannot use contractions? I cannot use contractions. They do not work for me. Come on. That's got to suck. It was because it was Star Trek. It was a sci-fi show. And And now everyone's like, oh, sci-fi is the best. Woo! Because nerds loved it. Give me more sci-fi. I think you got. I think you got an acting nom- nomination at the end. Yeah, I mean, so we're not really surprised. I, I would figure there might be one or two more things that drop off. I can't. I don't know. The the uh, the sci- the disciple the um, the alkalite is happening. the alkalite uh, yeah. that's happening because it sounds like that is the end of their high republic right uh, endeavor. This this multimedia, which it could be when they start the next few films and stuff. After that, mm, I think the alkalite is probably a way. If my sort of theory, sort of what I'm thinking, comes correct, it's the alkalite shows the fall of this age of the Jedi, 
which leads them into that decline where the emperor can do what he does. It's the rebirth of the Sith. I don't even think it's the rebirth of the Sith because we already know there's a Sith war before it because of um, Mandalorian. They talk about the fact that they were joined with whatever to hunt down these guys or whatever. Um, I think the end of it is just whatever this is, is a new Sith, a new, a new way of the Nihil and the Drenyar or whatever, the Christmas trees, they get together and they destroy a large part of the, um, look when they were in the comic book, man, that is not what I, that's not what I thought they looked like. Um, Although I think I was I was thinking of like Ents, you know, is coming through and like, oh, we're going to the stream or whatever. Uh, I think we'll see sort of this, a very moment in time of the Jedi being this type of group to the Jedi being this type of group, this different type of group, because there just isn't as many of them. Yeah. I think that's what they're headed towards. So I think the Alkalite happens. The cartoons are going to happen. The R2-D2 tales and stuff. They're going to make stuff for, for kids. Ahsoka is going to happen because it's Dave Filoni's baby. Um, and you've already introduced her. Yeah. We obviously have Obi-Wan. We obviously have uh, Cassian. Cassian. Uh, I think we'll see that that Rogue Squadron movie. At some point, they got to make a new movie. Yeah. This is, you know. Well, it's supposed I don't to think, be To have five years year, in a right? row. No, it's a year after, I think. It's supposed to start production next year, I think. Um, or later this year for 2023. We'll see if they go. I, I imagine... Christmas. They go back to Christmas. I, they're staying at Christmas. Well, that's what we thought with Solo. Disney said no. Um, <laughs> I think Solo. They just they wanted to get it out before the Disney Plus boom. That's way before Disney Plus. Is it? Yeah, I don't think they even announced it until later that year. It was like a year before, at least a year and a half when it was released. Yeah, because all 2019 films will show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're getting that movie, uh, the kind of um, anthology animation. Mm-hmm. People are already working on that. Right. Where we get creators from, you know, like different parts of the world and their take on Star Wars. Uh, there was the R2 one or the C3PO and R2 Adventures one. There's Rangers. I feel like I'm missing something. The cartoon, right? The... What the C three PO? Yeah, yeah, it's a kids' cartoon. Yeah. It's their adventures in in the thing. It's going to be Droids Part Two. You saw Droids is coming to D plus, right? Yay! Yeah, I hope they give us more than just that one 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 arc and one series or one season. I'm sure they'll give you whatever is available. Um, I feel like there's something missing there, but there were like ten. There yeah. was there was like eleven projects that were in, that everyone's like oh those eleven new projects like three of them we already knew about because of Obi Wan. There's only one film. There's only one film, and Cassian and Obi Wan and the Book of Boba Fett were, had all been already announced. Oh no, it was Fett before Book of, it was before yeah. Book of Boba Fett. I think it was just the fact that there was another season of Mandalorian. Like yes, it's announced it's the third season of Mandalorian. No, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey, we're doing a friends reunion. No shit. <laughs> People are gonna watch it. Okay. <laughs> what if this is the thing where like friends the friends devotees just watch and go you know this isn't that good oh okay I think uh, I don't know I'll no. tell you after <laughs> yeah it'd be amazing <laughs> halfway through Beth goes yeah I, I, no. yeah, I don't like this maybe I don't want to watch this you know what you're right Roz and Rachel are terrible people 
there was a very long article someone wrote about how terrible the two of them are. And I'll talk through that relationship. Well, and, a friend, and, and a friend of a friend read it. And at the end, he's like, I can't watch that show anymore because I hate them. I hate them so much. I hate the two of them. I can't watch it. No. It's like watching Karate Kid after that one where you're like, yeah, Daniel is kind of the antagonist in this whole film. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's just the whole point. Dude just wants to smoke a joint in the bathroom, and then he just puts a garden hose through him. Like, come on, Daniel. So what are you doing? <laughs> um. Yeah, you had it before you are going to interrupt you, and then I stopped you. <sighs> yeah. There you go. Riveting radio. Um, That's the way nerdables. Riveting radio. Yeah. I can't remember. So we'll just move on to one of the, a, a new segment that we don't have any segments, but I'll, you know, a segment for us. We were going to have segments. Yes. The very first time we were like, Oh, we're going to do, we're going to do three stories <laughs> and one of them going to be a science story. And then I did one show and Richard's like, I'm taking over. Let's do this. And that was the end of it. I think Travis used to be on the show. Remember Travis? It was cool. Who? Well, you don't even remember when he's on the show, so it doesn't <laughs> It's true. Travis hasn't been on the show in a long time. He was here last week. <laughs> I don't pay attention. <laughs> he's sitting right next to you. Um, That's one of my favorite well, moments you know, in Nerdable's is- history. You completely forgot Travis was here like two weeks in a row. We've been doing this for like, what, seven, eight years? And... Two weeks ago, you know, like the end of April was the first, you know, our anniversary, and we didn't do anything or say anything. We just did another normal show. I don't know if any of these shows are normal. <laughs> so, I wanted to do something, and I started this on our Facebook page, where I came up with an idea for a top five. You know, I, I want to start doing, you know, top five things, and off-the-wall things like, like this one. You realize the podcast I guessed it on was a top five show. <laughs> It's like most of their things are top five. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to add that, you know, and then, but it, not necessarily like top five movies or top five songs or something like that. Just random things like. This is literally top five songs. This one. I know. <laughs> I don't want to do top five songs. I don't want to do top five songs. Okay, guys. Who wants to do the top five songs? No, it's like. <laughs> not necessarily like, you know, our fate. <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> you guys are so fucking this is so not riveting so anyways i decided to do i disagree <laughs> as you try to tell us what this five is, just introduce it as i already a segment it's top five this is the subject for this week because you want to over explain it you open the idea for me to continually <laughs> bam 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 all right so this one we're going to do the top five Songs on your playlist when you are going to do the trench run on the Death Star. So, I put it up on Facebook, you know, and through some of the different groups and everything. And there's a lot of people responded. As a matter of fact, it's probably our biggest response we've ever had. Yeah, like two people responded. No, the biggest response we've ever three. had. But the, three? Three. Is, is one of them his mom? No. Because that's usually... <laughs> one of them's me on that, on that one that Ethan's talking about. See, I put, that's it. You gotta I put, stop that. I hate that. That drives me nuts. <laughs> I put my list on there. Uh huh. Um, that way, so when you're listening to the show, you already know Rich's list. Well, yeah, but that way you all to give people the idea of what I was thinking of. So, like my five, my five. If I'm in the X-wing, mm-hmm. you know, channeling my my Doug Masters. Ethan, you have no idea who Doug Masters is, do you? I do not. He's the main character in the movie Iron Eagle. 
And see, he had a tape recorder. I don't know the movie Iron Eagle. So right. Top Gun came out, and they're like, hey, we should make movies where guys have earned planes. And they stick a 14-year-old kid out <laughs> opposite Louis Gossett Jr., who has an Oscar, in an F-16 Falcon to shoot down a bunch of uh, uh, friendly Kafer jets in an unnamed Middle Eastern country because his dad had been captured. And it is a very much of a movie that if you were in the 80s and you hated <laughs> you hated the Middle East and Russia, man, you got a boner. And if you're like, you're a that 16-year-old kid. kid steals a fighter jet, figures out how to get it refueled in midair, something Wonder Woman 84 decided not to even mention, <laughs> flies to an unnamed country and just blows up shit. Just... <laughs> And All then the you wa- think, you think, you think, Chappie, Lewis Gossett Jr., crashes, and he's dead, and Doug Masters is like, oh, God, I don't know. puts in his tape, puts on Iron Maiden, yeah, die, just blows up more stuff, and then Chappie lives. And they come back, and instead of being arrested for starting a world war, he gets to go to the Air Force Academy, which he didn't go before because he was like the cool rebel No, he couldn't, he couldn't get in. Couldn't get in because he was the cool rebel, bro. Because his grades or something. He was also stupid. So they're like, hey, we're going to throw that out because you bombed a foreign country. We want you in the academy. <laughs> Even though you're so stupid, you shouldn't be able how to fly because I remember being in fourth grade thinking I want to be a fighter pilot. And then I found out you had to know math. There's one thing I'm not good at. Well, there's a lot of things I'm not good at. If there's one top thing I'm not good at, it's math. It's <laughs> uh, geometry. Not Kick to mention they made two more films. With none of them. Jeez. Oh, I've never even seen I think, that. The I only think, one I've ever seen I think Louis Gossett Jr. was in one of them. Louis Gossett Jr. is in the second one for five minutes to set it up, and yes. then he disappears. And then the third one, I forgot existed. I believe it was straight to plane. It was only shown on American Airlines <laughs> flights. <laughs> I saw them all. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> That's the next top five. Top five crappy movies that Rich has seen more than once. Okay, so my Turtles top, 2. <laughs> my top five, if I'm... Well, Ethan, he puts a tape recorder on his leg, you know, that has Just his the favorite songs so, that he, so he can fly. That's really, that's I'm sure fun. F-22s have radios now. I'm pretty sure you can pick up K-Rock. <laughs> all right, my top five. You can put a cassette in there. Metallica, Kill Em All. Motorhead, Killed by Death. Slayer, Angel of Death. Guns N' Roses, Out to Get Me, because you have to have Guns N' Roses on every list. And Iron Maiden, Flight of Icarus. Guns N' Roses is not on my list. <laughs> all stuff that... that <laughs> Rich All now. heavy metal. Yeah, and Rich now listens to country. <laughs> <laughs> Came from Iron Maiden to, oh man, Garth from Brooks Slayer is amazing. To Slayer, I really love Slayer Travis to Taylor. <laughs> Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights <laughs> down low. <laughs> kid, kid, let's get out of here. I lost my wife in my trailer yesterday. Another, so go ahead with your next one, with your list, Chris. Well, let's do Ethan's first. Ethan's is upside did it again, so I don't, we don't need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. He's got a list. There's no Britney on my list. He can do a list off his head. Britney? There's no Britney in this list. Upside did it again is a good song. <laughs> for for uh, doing a trench run on the Death yeah. Star? You let those go. Oops. I did it again. Like, if Luke had, is this the one where she has the, the vote, the, uh, let's where have, she stops the whole let, thing no, in the no, middle and starts let's talking? Let's have Lando version? face the Emperor and have Luke in the Millennium Falcon. And when he blows it up, it's like, oops. I, <laughs> I did, did it, it again. again. <laughs> I blew up a super laser bus station. And Lando, Lando's off already. He's like, he flies back <laughs> down to Endor and Darth Vader and the Emperor are with him. Like, and Luke, I love this guy right here. Yeah, Luke just fast. stands up in the Falcon and he's doing the little dance that Brittany yeah. does. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, okay, Ethan, your list. So coming up with my list, I just thought, you know, the 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 workout playlist that mm-hmm. you do, like when you're running on the treadmill just to keep you motivated. So I just thought and found all those songs to keep me like hyped up. Uh, first would be Led Zeppelin with the Immigrant Song. Uh, that's then, one of Thor's favorites too. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he got uh, it. No, but okay. Uh, Disturbed <laughs> with Indestructible, uh, Five Finger Death Punch with Bad Company, mm. uh, a band that you guys probably haven't even, or most people haven't heard of, is Camelot. Okay, okay Insomni. <laughs> <laughs> And what is it called? Camelot? Camelot. I'll have to look that up. Uh, insomnia. And last one would be Buster Rhymes. Give me some more. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Wow. Buster Rhymes would hype you up. So I Buster Buster like- Rhymes and the Buster Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hype you up songs out there. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. Camelot. I'll have to look for that. My top five. Into the Trap. The Asteroid Field. The Return of the Jedi. Ben's death and TIE fighter attack in the battle in the snow. Because if I'm going to blow up a Death Star, I got John Williams in my ear. <laughs> you know, um, on one of the groups, one of the one somebody put on for their top five, and uh, they put one of the John Williams. Uh, yeah, that's why I want to look at the list. Because mine was, you said, I was like, mine is just going to be if you put on the asteroid field and I'm on the freeway, it's 90 weaving in between cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, the things that I've been humming all day has been that and so, like the Ewok attack. So Chris would be in the X-Wing, just turn on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric, Eric, White Chocolate. <laughs> Show the man some respect. It's White Chocolate. White Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I'm going to call him that for now. No, that man for over three decades. <laughs> I've been calling him White Chocolate for more than two decades. You need to start calling him White Chocolate. No, his name is White Chocolate. I can't wait to see his response to this. Like, look, I can call Streets Toasted Ass also, but White Chocolate's name is White Chocolate. Oh, God. I know I'm going to hear from this one. Hear about this one. I think we just lost a listener. So I can't even read it. My eyes are watering so bad. He's only got one though. He put propeller heads on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that one would work too. <laughs> Mark Smith of the Star Trek Klingon Bird of Prey theme, and luckily he gave us music because I actually am not sure what that one. Where else did you put this? It's uh, on Imperial Scum and mm. uh, probably the Imperial Scum responses are probably <laughs> the ones with John Williams. I, th- mm. I think it might have been. Um, so into the traps, the one I, I did that one. On. I love that one. That one's great. That one I was thinking, like, I should I look on, into John Williams stuff, too? I mean, I figured, like, well, you know, well, for that's me, already yeah. in there, in that whole universe. I did it so I because, I, 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 like, listening as long as I have to all these soundtracks, a lot of these have become a part of what I've been humming all day mm-hmm. is the battle in the snow. The last battle John Williams was uh, on the R2 Builders Club. What is the last battle? Which yeah. one is it from? Is that is that the last battle when in uh, Rise of Skywalker? Maybe. 
Because I don't know the I don't know the 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 titles as much for the new ones because I used to have the the liner notes in the back of the CD when I was first listening to those. Well, Daniel Mackey or Dan Mackey, sorry, but last battle anybody's name right. <laughs> Uh, he may it, it may be Daniel, but so uh, he put last battle John Williams, Danger Zone Kenny Loggins, oh, yeah, yeah. Ace of Spades Motorhead, Battery Ace of Spades. That that's amazing. <laughs> so when I used to when I was friends with uh, Dazzler and we used to play poker all the time, every time he had the Ace of Spades, that's what he would say. Sure, and he would be just like. He would put there was like, do you know who sings that? Everyone's like, let me kill my. He's like, I love that name. That's a great name. It'd be so. So then it became a tell because every time he had an ace of spades in his hand, he would giggle. <laughs> yeah, I'm and I'm like, giggle. well, I'm out. He's got spades now. <laughs> so the so, last battle was from the New Hope soundtrack. Oh, that's, oh okay. Well, that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> it's literally there. Yeah. Uh, battery. Number four was Battery from Metallica. And then One Little Victory from Rush. One Little Victory is, like, on my list after the top five, somewhere, like, around seven or eight. I also would have... Uh, five. With, nope, you only got five. You don't get the Metallica, pictures. Seek and Destroy. That was yeah. one that mm-hmm. opted in nope, and out. Unless you're wrong. It's right. It's uh, Trapped Under Ice. If you're going to pick another Metallica song, it's Trapped Under Ice. Trapped Under Ice, like, makes you want to just go out and just, like, beat people up. <laughs> <laughs> Here, read that last one. I can't. Sweet Christ. Still crying my, about it. <laughs> Still thinking about White Chuckle. <laughs> Uh, Eric Hawbaker. <laughs> yes. What's it? It's got to be High Fish by Ramstein. Yes. You can put just a Ramstein album on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd blow up the Death Star to do Haast. You got it. <laughs> du hast mich frag. <laughs> Thunderstruck by ACDC. That's another yeah. good one. Come As You Are by Nirvana. Yeah. Ride of the Valkyries by Richard Wagner. Mm. Oh, the yeah. The Horse by Shippensburg University Marching Band. That's interesting. Ride of the Valkyries is also a story. My friend Scott would drive. We'd carpool to Moore Park together. And we're driving home once, and he'd turn on the Ride of the Valkyries, and I thought he was going to kill us, because it was just, just like going back and forth all over the place on the freeway, at like 90 in his beat-up BMW. And we're sitting like, this is fun, but I also think I'm going to die. Because that's back when the 23 there was only two lanes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some interesting lists. I mean, I've got them on, you know, different groups, you know. Ready Player One groups, you know, different Star Wars groups. The, Gal- uh, the Galaxy's Edge trading post. Yeah, that's everybody that's going. You need to stop being a part of that many groups. That's why you always get upset. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> There's a, and that's not even half the groups. Yeah, um, I would say from from the groups that we're in together. Yeah, take a step back when you respond because <laughs> it never goes your way. <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah, you need to stop. Um, but I have a point, and most of my time, yes, my but most are, of your point is is yelling and screaming, and it doesn't get your point across. It just doesn't. Just you just fucking aggravate me. That's so damn why you got to stop. Don't let them aggravate you. Oh, you gotta. If you're not smiling when you're responding to something you're upset with, it's not going to come out right. Yeah. That's the thing. Whenever I'm responding to something, like that, nine times out of ten, I'm just out of it. When I'm in these, especially with these these uh, speculator comic groups and stuff. It's very much a, a, a more tongue-in-cheek trying to response of something. You know, when they're in there, like, every store should be forced to sell everything for cover price for at least two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, just like Best Buy sells you a TV for the exact same price week after week. Because guess what? They don't. Yeah. The only difference is there's not a sticker on your, you know, Vivio 96-inch TV that says 1899 
You know, there's, you know, there's a sticker there's on every There's a reason comic. that sometimes sell, you know, these flash sales happen is so that way they can drop the price just a little bit for that day and then jack the price up even higher for well, the, the next thing, day. When I worked for Bed Bath & Beyond, they would increase their prices for anything that was in the sale flyer. Yeah. Even though nothing was ever on sale, they just like, here's our lower price. When they'd send you the sale flyer with a 20% off coupon, if the margin on something was very bad, my job was to change that price higher. Right. I changed dish sets all the time. It nearly killed me once because I almost fell off a ladder trying to move a gigantic 40-pound <laughs> dish set off of the steel mm-hmm. at the top and went to Joel. And Joel's like, well, that'll never, that'll never happen again. we got to take those down. I'm like, you got to get these down right now because that almost killed me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just just chill. It's okay. <laughs> There's no reason to get that angry. But some of them are just... Look, at the end of the day, you're not going to convince anybody to change their mind. Yeah. But that's Especially exactly... these days, you're not going to convince anybody to change their mind. There's no point in starting an argument about anything. Even if they're wrong, let them be wrong. Who gives a <laughs> If I crap? flip it on Fox News, that just stop freaks out. Just stop watching it. Yeah. Because within two seconds, I'm yelling Here's at the, the screen. My friend Doug was like you about four years ago. Watching a lot of news, watching the enemy news, whatever. And he stopped. And he realized his life was so much better. Because oh, no, I, I've stopped. No, no, no. No, you haven't. Because I still come in and you're watching CNN like, damn it, Trump does the dirt. And like, he's been, not, he hasn't been president for months now. <laughs> and you're still like, well, I just want to just fuck somebody in the ass right now. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah, you are. You are insane. Stop. Just like, get out of those groups. I got out of all those groups. I got out of all the Star Wars groups in, in, outside of Imperial Scum. Because Imperial Scum, I can go on and I can say, I love... Uh, Last Jedi, and this is why I love it. And I get one guy with a smiley face says, you're wrong. And I know that person, so I'm perfectly fine with it. And I can have a discussion with that person, and that's it. And I don't need, I've, every time, if I see it in the, the, the other groups, and it's, how many posts have we seen in the Black Series group? I'm tired of you people talking about scalpers. Yeah, because yeah. you're a scalper. Right. That's what you're, you're literally buying items in order to resell them at a higher price. That's the definition of scalping. Yep. I'm just helping people. No, you're not. That's okay. But uh, the post I put on there was, my thing is, why do these guys keep posting these pictures? Right. Why would you post a picture in your, your passenger seat of your car of 15 of the same figure? Yeah, right. All you're doing is asking for it. You're never going to, you're in the group. You want to sell them for more than, than retail. Yep. You want to charge shipping. You want to trade for items that are worth less or, or worth more, sorry. People are going to call you out on it. Mm-hmm. And then every post after is the scalping guys like, oh, you babies crying about toys. You're crying about toys, too. <laughs> Everyone just needs to shut up. It's the same thing with he the put something boxers on there. and openers. Yeah, the but You got to stop. <laughs> People want a mitten box? I don't do that one anymore. Yeah, because it's stupid. Who yeah. cares? If buys want to buy it for a mitten box and they want to return stuff to Amazon over and over again, trying to get their Greedo card that's perfect, Go for it. I don't care. The problem is when they say, this is the 35th time I've, over, I've ordered from Amazon and my card's been beat up. Okay? Yeah. You're never going to get a good card from Amazon. Right. The difference is, I've always gotten good cards from Amazon. I've never had any problem. I've had one card that was beat up, and it was one of the credit collection ones I was going to open anyway. So, yay for me. Knock on wood, it keeps happening. Um, and, and the guys that the guys that do the videos of like, Look how clean this. Yeah, I'm opening him up because he needs to. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Why have we made this whole thing about 
screaming at somebody else. This is the whole nerd culture. This stuff, I got caught up in this for a long time. It and I know I still do it. it. I know I still do it once in a while, but I actively try not to be that person anymore. I really don't give a damn. I play around with you and let your films suck and what you like. It's an act in that. here. Yeah. That's like what you like. You want to watch can, what the, what's the one we just said? Do you want to watch Iron Eagle 3? For the, I don't know what movie that is. I thought I heard you wrong. No, no, it was me. You know, it stars in that one, White Chaco. Um, Chaco. You want to watch Iron Eagle 3 six times? Iron Eagle? Iron Eagle? <laughs> Twice. If you want to watch Iron Eagle 3. Starring White Chaco. Go for it. Right. And I'm going to tell you, turn that off and read something. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a stack You've of got a stack of stuff, but that's between me and you. Right. If anybody's, you know, if someone comments on there like, ha-ha, you know, somebody pointed out that something you like, that's fine. Yeah. When someone comes on and is like, oh, my God, Rich, I can't believe that you actually see Tur- Turtles 2 and you enjoyed it. or Shut up. <laughs> I watched the first season of Riverdale. It's awful. Yeah. I loved it. It's. I know it's awful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. What do right. I care? I don't care that... that I don't care that somebody's mad at me because I like Last Jedi because I can't see the failures of Last Jedi. No. It's it's everything in entertainment's an aesthetic. Yes. We can talk about how you make a film. It's hard to argue that Last Jedi isn't well made. Correct. You want to argue that it's not paced correctly, it's not written. Eh, those are aesthetics. Um uh when I watched the 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 Gar- Gareth Edwards Godzilla film. It's not a great film. I think it's shot well. Yeah. There's also lots of shots in there. It's a film that breaks your heart because you're like, I feel like if we just tweak these like two or three things, this could be a really good film. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Honestly, like what am what am I worried about? I'm worried about that instead of, you know, my dad who's in a care home. I'm worried about that rather than I don't, my house is, is a disaster right now that I can't don't have time to fix. I don't, I don't care. You won't like something. You want to yell at me because I should be working on my house instead? I'm like, no, I'm reading. I'm reading comic books. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening in Star Wars Eleven? War of the Bounty Hunters is fantastic so far. Let's go. I mean, that's that's the thing for me that, that drives me crazy in this type of culture and, and all the stuff that we're into. And it becomes tough. I don't want to collect toys anymore because it's become so <laughs> difficult. Because it's not just damn. I can't find these toys, and I know it's probably a lot of scalpers and it's bots. Yeah, and if you say yeah, it's the bots. No, bots don't do it. It's the Target employees. They steal everything from. That's not true. Or it's Hasbro's fault. It's Hasbro's fault because they don't make enough. Well, there's a limited amount of plastic. I don't know if you know this. It's really fucking expensive now. Like the cost change in the last two years of plastic is insane. Have you tried to buy comic supplies lately? You can't. Right. I literally cannot order comic supplies because the distributors of those supplies don't have them. Yep. Because the plastic doesn't exist for them to make the bags. Those prices increase quickly to us as a distributor, as a, as a retailer. We have to pass the cost on. Those people that usually buy supplies from us are now trying to find cheaper supplies. I got to worry about that. I don't have to worry about, I go to the store and they don't have, it's just, it's insane. And it just, it's this whole thing used to be fun and it, it is mm-hmm. going to Comic-Con has become I mean, I wouldn't know. I've been there in two years. Uh, but even then, those one year years, doesn't count. Those years, just like, I just get to a point like, why exactly am I doing this? It's still more fun than it is difficult. But the point that it it's not, where it's not as much fun because you literally can't do anything. 
Yeah. Or you get tired of, you know, why do we leave as soon as, let's open it up to the audience. Oh, God, this is always death. We leave because there's only so many years I can be. Remember, guys, don't ask us about the Marvel shows. So do you think Captain America and the Winter Falcon are going to get a second show, second season? Because I thought the first season was pretty crappy. I thought it was dumb. I don't understand why they made it. I only watched it three times instead of four. Why are there enough girls in it? That was dumb. So can you tell me about that? Like, I work for DC. Like, what's wrong? With you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's just a point where you gotta leave. Okay. I feel like I've been in that panel. I've been in that panel. <laughs> I work for DC. <laughs> I've been in the panel where Joe Casada, the year before no, we got Captain America and Thor. We don't know who's playing him. We don't have anything to do with Avi Arad in the movie division. Don't ask that question. Who are you? Where are you from? I'm Dan from L.A. What's your question? I heard Matt Damon's playing Captain America. Why did you guys let that happen? Not us. Please leave. Who's the next question? Are you going to pick someone with long hair for Thor? Because that's the way the character should be. Nope. I've been in a DC panel where someone asked a Marvel question. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Marvel films? I don't think Jim Lee's going to tell you the answer. Because the direct competition signs his paychecks. Right. And they're quite hefty. I don't think he's putting that up for debate. I, I want to. I don't really want to get fired, but man, Marvel films are better. Whoo, Man of Steel sucked. He ain't doing that. <laughs> not understanding that kind of corporate culture. What do you expect to get? People what not understanding that. You, you know, know like, toy, toy hey, gun. guys, can you please tell me what happens at the end of this? Uh, I, I uh, pirate all your stuff. What happens at the end of King and Black? I really need to know that right now for my YouTube channel. They're not going to answer that. In fact, they should have you arrested. <laughs> Just for asking that question, not the fact that you're pirating their work. Yes. I love it. People would walk into my store and walk through like, wow, you got a great store. Thanks. Oh, man. How much comics do you read? Oh, I get a whole bunch of stuff off of Rip Torrent sites. Get out. <laughs> I, what are you doing? Well, I just want to see what I should go rip off the internet. No. that's How dumb are you? <laughs> this has been Rants with Nerdables. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Why It Sucks to Be Smart. Chris's Soapbox. Yes. <laughs> See, we have segments. <laughs> We've had them the whole time. We have a tangent segment. We have a Chris's soapbox segment. We have the Ethan doesn't say anything segment. We have the Mikey doesn't say anything segment. But when he does, the microphone's over here. <laughs> Thank you. He's on the other side of the kitchen. Getting something out of the freezer. Screaming about <laughs> Black Hammer or some shit. Uh, Ethan, you get your phone like you're going to say something. No, yeah. this is the point where he checks out when I start on that rant. We have that segment. Wait, too. we haven't had Travis on the show for a while. <laughs> it was here last week. This is the Ethan checks out of the show. There, but wasn't there something that was almost on that same show where he th- he thought, "Hey, aren't we going to talk about this?" We had a whole conversation at the beginning of the show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then me, we have the segment where I forget the rundown. Is there something else? Nope. No, we went through everything. We went through everything. At that point, I just started doing it just to have him go through the rundown again. <laughs> See, this is why I'm in charge of the show. That's not why you're in charge of the show. <laughs> you're not the person to keep us on track. <laughs> if we really wanted to keep on track, we should have turned the show over to Sebastian years ago. Right? <laughs> no, no. no, white chocolate is going to be in charge white from now. Chocolate. White chocolate's got two young kids. He's got no time to run this shenanigans. White chocolate does. White chocolate. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's single it's with all ego. Is white chocolate the replacement for Nacho Man? No. Oh, yes. I want a new character. 
No, Nacho Man should come back. I want Nacho, Nacho Man. Nacho Man is dead. No, he's not. No, he's he died not. in the Nacho, recording studio fire. Remember? Nacho Man he survived. Can, Nacho Man cannot be dead as long as he lives in our hearts, and he lives in our hearts, so Nacho Man should come back. Don't you know that it, I think we, we live a, in a comic book world, and I think we he came a, back. I think we need a summer playlist. We, we need to go to... <gasps> That's what we need. We need... We need a multiverse Nacho Man? No, we need if Nacho we do, Man's if we, top five. If we do another top five playlist, Nacho Man can do all the songs as Nacho Man. Oh, and we'll just play that song. Trapped under ice, brother. Or what? No, that's Hulk Hogan. Oh, I want <laughs> that. Oh, God, I want that. I want that so bad. Too bad Nacho Man is dead. He literally just slapped his hips like he was trying to fly. He was so excited. Man, it sucks that Nacho Man is dead. No. When did you become the enemy of fun? Like, where did you... He died while recording his Christmas album. We don't have time. The radio studio that he was at burned to the ground, and we didn't find his body. Exactly. We didn't find his body. He's not Therefore, he is burnt to a crisp. He has ashes. (laughs) Nacho Man comes back or you're fired. (laughs) That's not a threat, unfortunately. (laughs) That's a blessing. (laughs) All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. If Before you're... we wrap things up, I want to say hello to um, a friend of the show. He so we have to... a listener. We have a, White well, chocolate. We have two listeners. No, um, it's someone who's listening to the Puck Podcast, and sometimes we do something called a hot mic where you can watch as a, a game as a group. Mm-hmm. So I met uh, Jareet from Toronto, and he I told him what we were doing for this show, and he started listening to this show with his young son, whose name I didn't get from Jareet, unfortunately. Um, so I wanted to say hi to both of them. His son, his son actually really likes my stuff on Star Wars. This was really cool. He's like, boy, you're like dissertation on Star Wars. It always blows his mind. <laughs> like that. Say so hi, like, oh, and uh, we apologize for for you liking this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to make him feel bad for it. We should apologize for the fact that I have, I have a potty bell. We usually don't cut it out anymore. So it's like, we don't got that time. <laughs> no, so we really don't. Yeah, I said oh, I'd give them a shout out on this week's show. Uh, there was a hype mic tonight, but it was actually when we were watching or when we were recording, so I wasn't able to join. Mm. That's all I can get to say. But oh, that's cool. I want to say hi to them. Awesome. Well, maybe we'll bring him on the show sometime. We haven't had a guest in a long time. I think he's too mm. busy. <laughs> he's in the medical field. So. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'd hate for him to take time out from. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got other cool saving stuff to people. Do. But if he can, you know, I'll reach out to him and see if he wants to. Yeah, you know, we might be able to do a quick interview for him. In That'd terms awesome. of like his his nerddoms and the fact that he you know he loves hockey too. He's a friend. Of, he's a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he had a good night. Yeah, they won like five to one. Yeah, they did. I mean, well, they lost the first game. They lost their captain in the first game because he got destroyed in the face. Uh, <laughs> destroyed in the face. Well, no, he fell on the ice, Oof. and a player that was skating, Corey Paris, skating and hit him with his shin at full speed, uh, just unconscious completely. They like. Oh. Do the thing where they're holding his neck, trying to get him on his back, and his eyes rolling. Oh, it was awful, awful, oh. awful to see. And then they lose the game, one nothing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So tonight, yeah, they came out with some fire and won five to one. So you're just giving shout outs all over the place. Yeah, no, right. This is Chris chuckle. <laughs> this is part of Chris's soapbox. Uh, the segment. No, I'm not. The whole about show it. is part of Chris's soapbox. <laughs> this is his therapy for the week. It's a soapbox of truth, though. You know, that's why half of the time you guys can't speak. And I have to cut over him, and then he gets mad at me, and I get the hand. Well, I got the hand because you always come in. Like, I'm in the middle of a statement. It's obvious I'm not done, and you just start jumping in. Well, no, if everyone's like, just I get read the, the I get room. the hand. Yes, because I'm tired of having. So here's the other segment. Aaron Grievous is on the air. Well, no, I mentioned, like, read the room. 
like you know i'm trying to tell a, a, a uh, an antidote or a story or or responding to something and it's obvious i'm not done <laughs> and he just tries to jump in like, let me finish but uh, to be fair some of those are repeated sometimes week in and week out okay i'm just still gonna finish sure, it just making sure that they're don't gonna... i mean you cut it off it's still gonna make it, then it doesn't make any sense at all uh, that's just, true just let me go it's okay just you know let me finish and then but sometimes i'll think of something you got to hold on to it. I think it's something well, I, too. I forget it <laughs> because something else. Yeah, happens. I noticed because you're like, I, you forgot white chocolate's name, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, that's going to be the title of this episode. That's why nobody finds our shows. <laughs> you talk about Star Wars? No, it's called White Chocolate. <laughs> God knows. But look back for something once, and I'm just like, I have no idea what show that was. Yeah, it's, it's I know. DC doesn't in. comment on Marvel projects. Well, if, you, if you look with in, white chocolate, <laughs> no. But if you look in the description of the show, it tells you. It, matter of yeah, fact, but I, I'm not looking at the description of the show when I'm scrolling through a hundred episodes, <laughs> going, "Where is that one where I said whatever?" Because there's very yeah, few that I remember. I literally copy my the opening from you know what I say in the, in the cold opening. Yes, I copied that I to the description. Re- I'm not going to reread all the description as I'm scrolling through all these. It doesn't give you the full page of the description as you're scrolling through it. It just says episode 80. We talk about Prince and like, <laughs> what else was on that show? <laughs> and that's the most listened to show we have because <laughs> he died the week before. We should uh, name our shows after the celebrity that recently. We should died. know that they're getting ready to die. And no, no. It. When they when they die, the next show that we do, that's what we put on. Oh. I don't want to put on there the Betty White episode or something. When, you know, when well, she's happens. not dead yet. When that happens. Oh, that, dude, you're going to be like Bean on. That'll never on happen. <laughs> cup of tea in a chat. They had this long conversation <laughs> about uh, um, um, Larry King and he dies. Yeah. They had a long conversation about Alex Trebek and he died the next week. Like that show is cursed. They have this long conversation out of nowhere. That's oh, okay because like, no one listens. Yeah. Uh, it's not like Larry King and, and Alex Trebek can die again. Yeah. So, no, you, yeah, don't mention Betty White. I don't want to name the show after Betty White. Like, if she drops dead next week, you are in trouble. <laughs> people are coming for you. That will be the most listened to yeah, show. Yeah, that will be the most listened to show. And that'll be the spine. most people that have ever showed up at your door. <laughs> you killed Betty White, you motherfucker. She <laughs> comes in with pitchforks and crap. That, that'll be the biggest responses we get. It ain't going to be for top <laughs> five <laughs> <laughs> Top five death threats. <laughs> All right, so, number one, rich. <laughs> number two, rich. <laughs> so check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables and leave your top five because we've actually had a few. Don't leave your number two. <laughs> don't leave your number two? <laughs> yeah, don't leave your number two. You should two. always flush the number two. <laughs> oh, we're also on Instagram as nerdables. And I don't know if it's yellow, down if it's brown. <laughs> And on Twitter as Nerdable Show. You know, that's probably why no one can ever find us. It's because that's not the reason. The name Nerdables is in everything. It's okay. They'll figure it out. If you just search Nerdables, Nerdables. If you search Nerdables, that might give you a different response from the internet. That's it. I wonder if that exists. That's our After Dark Show. That's going to be the Ethan and Mikey show. What? Uh, okay, so I've got Nubile Films, Allison Faye, and Ashley Molly enough to go around. Essential, it's about essential threesome. Lesbian seduces neighbor porn videos. Uh, that stuff that's not in English. Oh, that's a good top five. Nudibles? Nudibles. <laughs> no. 
random words and the top five searches that come up on no. Google. What's that have to do with being a nerd show? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, if you... That's you just thinking out of your ass. <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> Rich thinks out of his ass. Don't leave a number two while you're thinking out of your That's ass. That's the name of my second biography. That's the name of your first biography. <laughs> the first one's learning to speak rich. First one is I don't know how to speak rich, and I'm rich. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Trust me, it's an autobiography. <laughs> He's not letting anybody else write it. And we'll talk to you next week. Or next time. <laughs> <laughs>